Hello friends, this is Ted from Out of This World Radio, and I'm so glad you're all here today. Out of This World Radio is a non-profit listener-supported show, and if we all work together, I know we can create a much better and happier world. Um, today's show is going to be really incredible. I'll be pl- uh, playing an interview I did with Tashlina. She's um, the daughter of Adama, who's the spiritual head, the priest of of Telos underneath Mount Shasta um, in the fifth and sixth dimensions. And I'm so honored and, and grateful to have her uh, today. She's got so many beautiful, uplifting, positive um, messages about our uh, about our beautiful, bright future. And I'm so excited to have her on. I think this is the first interview she's done. And uh, so I'm so glad to, to have her on. And I know you're really going to enjoy it. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that um, if we all work together, we will create a much better and happier world. Um, uh, my shows are supported by listener contributions. And if you'd like to, to support us, please go to my BBS website. It's just $2.99 a month. Or if you like, you can go to my website, outofthisworld1150.com and contribute whatever you like on a little PayPal button there. It's all really, really appreciated. I'm going to be having some... Um, uh, spiritual trips coming up uh, uh, this summer. I'll be going to Shasta here very, very soon. And uh, <coughs> I'll be going back to Shasta again at the end of August. Shasta is a beautiful place. Uh, uh, everyone who came with me last year to Mount Shasta received a miracle healing. Uh, several people um, had their hearing restored. They were uh, partially deaf in their ears. Um, one one lady um, was completely blind in one eye, one eye, and she had her eyesight completely restored. Another woman had uh, two cataracts in her eyes, which were completely dis- dissolved within four hours of uh, us doing our prayers, pr- spiritual prayers uh, at Mount Shasta. I'm not a doctor, certainly, but um, uh, we do spiritual healing. And what we do, we will sit around, my group and I will, will sit around a campsite um, area where there's powerful ley lines and we will uh, meditate and pray and ask uh, Dhamma and uh, the Supreme Being or God, if you will, to help heal the, uh, the a person uh, with our group. And it happened. It happened like um, we had 20 people on the trip last year and all 20 received uh, what I call miracle healings last year. Even one lady uh, had had uh, Lyme's disease uh, for about 20 years and she was completely healed within a day. So, I mean, there's, these things do happen and I've been there to see it personally happen. Myself, I had um, a blurry uh, 2050 vision in one of my eyes back a couple of years ago and Adama said that you can see um, you can see clearly now spiritually, how would you like to see clearly physically? And I said, I'd love to. So he healed my, helped me heal my eyesight that night with the help of the Supreme Being or God, if you will. And um, when I woke up the next morning, I peeked out of my tent and I could see all the forest extremely clear. And so now I have 2010 vision in, in both eyes. Um, a couple of years ago, he also helped heal, heal my heart. I'd had... Um, um, I, I've been working, I had been working for many years without many breaks. And he said, I, how would you like a new heart? I said, I'd love one. So he gave me a new heart and I feel fantastic. Um, on the issue of breaks, I've decided, uh, today's, today's show is a pre-record and I hope you don't mind, but I've decided to take the day off. 
take the weekend off and go uh, fishing with some friends up in the Cascade Mountains and doing a little camping. So um, there's beautiful mountains here in Washington State, lots of nature, and I don't get out much to see it. So my friends were going and I decided to join them. So today's a pre-record, but I hope you, you enjoy today's show. Um, uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's always nice. Uh, this is my favorite part of the week to, uh, to do th these radio shows because I know it's really uh, helping the planet. But I'm so glad and I'm so glad you're all all here today. I want to tell you, I've published a couple of books. This one's called Journey to the Other Side. It's a book on how to contact your angels and uh, as well as benevolent extraterrestrials. And uh, I've included their phone numbers. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but there's techniques in here on how you can do it. Um, and uh, the books, I think, is about $20, $21. If you'd like to order it, just go to my website, out of this world readings. That's out of this world readings plural.com and order it there. Uh, also, there's also my older book, Messages from the Masters, um, a cosmic book of galactic wisdom. And this book as well has been translated into German. And this that's the English book, and this is a German copy of it. Die ganze Welt für Einstein, All the World is One. And uh, it's another beautiful book. Um, I want to thank um, uh, Michael at, at AMRA Publishers, AMRA Publishers in Germany for publishing it. And it's got new commentary and new messages from um, uh, from John F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, and Dr. Masuramoto, among many others, on our beautiful, bright future ahead of us. We are really in... We are really entering into a new period of, of, of uh, new age for humanity on this planet. And uh, this is the um, seventh time we've tried to ascend to the higher dimensions. And so there's been um, six other times where we've gotten close to it and then failed uh, during the Atlantean times. Uh, they went down a dark path, unfortunately and ended up destroying the planet with nuclear and uh, crystalline technology 12,500 years ago. I was a priest actually in a temple uh, way back then, and myself and many other light workers tried to stop the um, insanity back then. Um, the same things happening today were happening back then. There was a small clique, military and civilian clique, who um, group of people who were, were negative and they tried to control the planet and they were tinkering. They had nuclear technology and a crystalline technology, and they ended up blowing up the planet. It's a long story, everything that happened, but that's how um, Telos got, got started 12,500 years ago, because when the Atlanteans destroyed much of this planet, the Atlanteans found out about uh, what was going, how their civilization was going to be destroyed. They were living on, on a continent out in the middle of the Pacific, their capital was Maui in the Hawaiian Islands, and they only had a very short time, maybe six, seven hours, if that. Um, Adama said four, <laughs> four hours, where they, they gathered up all their technology quickly, and they were able to save just 25,000 people of the 1.3 million people living in Lemuria at the time. And they went to what they call the Hollow Earth, the caverns underneath Mount Shasta, 125 miles Beneath the mountain, they reestablished their, their uh, civilization. Now they have about 1.7, little more um, people living there now. They're just like us, except that they're um, usually a, a little stockier, a little taller perhaps, but they're humans just like us. They just live in the higher, higher vibration and higher dimensions. And they've went through uh, war and conflict 
um, and they sincerely want to help us as much as they can um, so that we don't end up destroying ourselves again. There's a lot of negative um, people, a lot of negative uh, entities here on this planet now who were probably were, were around during the Atlantean times. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, the, they, they haven't learned their lesson and they've reincarnated uh, back in this time period now. And because they haven't learned their lessons, they're still trying to destroy our civilization like they did 12,500 years ago. But the difference between back then and now is that this time, the good forces are going to win. I guarantee it. We've never come, we, we never have, have never come this far, this fast on this planet toward the ascension. And ascension, I mean shifting into the fourth and fifth dimensions. We're shifting now into the fourth dimension. We should be in 5D by December of this year. And the 5D, I want people to remember, is not a, um, it's not the be all and end all of dimensions. It's just a merely a stopping point to the higher dimensions. So uh, we can go into the sixth dimension like the Arturians are, or the seventh, eighth, or even ninth dimensions. The Andromedans are in the eighth dimension. They are a human race, a benevolent, beautiful human race living in the Andromeda galaxy. And the fascinating thing is about their galaxy, which is the next one over, it's the closest galaxy to the Milky Way galaxy, is they have a blue sun. And um, as a result of this blue sun, they have blue skin color. They look like us, but they have blue color skin. And um, it's very interesting. And many, many, many millennia ago, they came to Earth and um, uh, colonized Africa. And over the years, with our different sun, our, our sun's mostly golden, that had a different effect on their skin and it turned very dark. So this is, this. It, it's a, it's a fa absolutely fascinating history. We're all from somewhere else on this planet. And one of the lessons that people are supposed to learn on this, in this time period right now is how to get along with people from other cultures, other races, other planets, other species. <laughs> That's what we're here for. And one of the messages I received a long time ago from my galactic friends is that um, we will get through this. And at the end of the day, when we're all living in peace and harmony, um, we will be a model for the rest of this universe and the rest of the solar system on how different species, different uh, races um, can learn to get along with one another in peace and harmony. And so we have a very important uh, mission, if you will, uh, and a very important lessons to share with the rest of the universe. Um, because the Earth, we are off in the middle of nowhere. We are on the edge of the Milky Way galaxy. We're, we're considered out in the boondocks. But what happens on this planet affects the rest of the solar system. And it also affects the rest of this universe because the rest of the planets and people, and there are people, and races living in this in this um, solar system, and there are, by the way, not nine planets, but forty planets in other in other dimensions. They're all waiting for us to make the right choices for humanity to ascend, so that they can complete their ascension process too. Because ascension is not only affecting Earth, but it's also affecting the other forty planets in this solar system. But it gets better than that because uh, what we do here affects not only this planet this solar system but the rest of the universe as well and the the, the the rest of the universe and the milky way galaxy right now is ascending and of all the billions and trillions of planets in the universe all attention all eyes are on earth right now at this very moment 
because they're all looking at us to see what kind of choices we make. So each of us is important in this uh, ascension process. Each of us um, um, should work hard to make the right choices. And making the right choices means following your heart mind, not like your logical mind, but your heart mind, your intuitive mind, as to um, what you should be doing on a, on a daily basis. And when you follow your intuition, when you follow your heart mind, you'll never go wrong because you plug into God or that, that source for this, uh, the, the supreme being who created all that there is, and you will always make the right decisions. It's, it's, um, it's been a learning process for me. It took many, many decades for me to get to the point where, um, I can, um, where I tune into my heart, mind, and, and trust what I'm, um, you know, and, and get those messages from God and the angels. But they are there. There's a vast spiritual world beyond this 3D reality. And once you realize that, you can get help on almost anything um, if you have good intentions or acting in, in a benevolent uh, manner. I go over this point um, in my book, one of my books, um, Messages from the Masters. But if President Kennedy had lived back in, in 63 and not been assassinated, um, we would be right now in the fifth dimension. Um, we would be exchanging ambassadors with other benevolent extraterrestrial races. Um, we would have free energy. Money probably would be still used, but it wouldn't have the great importance that people place on it today because we would have free energy. And we would also um, have, um, the, have the complete elimination of all diseases because as you ascend into the fifth and higher dimensions, disease is a symptomatic problem of third dimension, which we're in now. It disappears when you're in the fifth. And as a result of that, um, not only does, does your vibration go a lot higher, but you also live for a long time. Here's an interesting fact uh, to tell you because um, people may not realize this, but um, the, um, the average age of humans on developed, civiliz on developed planets, advanced planets beyond this planet here, beyond Earth, is about a thousand years with the opportunity to live to up to 25,000 years. My good friend Adama, uh, who's the spiritual head, the priest of Telos, is actually 25,000 years old. But you know the amazing thing? I've met him. He doesn't look any older than 28 to 29. And what happens when you ascend, when you um, advance like that, your aging clock stops actually and starts to starts to reverse. So I tell um, I tell people, hey, if you want to look younger, forget the makeup, <laughs> the facelifts and everything else. Just become more spiritual. And by becoming more spiritual, that in tune, in turn, will will stop the aging clock and and your body will start going backwards in time <coughs> so that you will become more youthful looking. Um, I've met several other, um, I've met uh, benevolent um, a human extraterrestrial uh, people off, off this planet. And there was one couple I met a couple of years ago with the Seyrays and the, the lady was really nice. She was uh, 256 Earth years old, but you know, um, she, she didn't look a day over, um, 25, 26. She had red hair and beautiful red hair and sparkling ring eyes. And her husband was 350 years old, uh, earth years old. And he, he looked just as youthful about 28, 29. So, uh, as you ascend, as you spiritually evolve, you will, your clock will start to your aging clock, your earth aging clock in the third dimension will stop 
and start to reverse as well. Um, because once you enter in, into the fifth dimension, there's still time in the fifth dimension, but the time that's measured is very different and it, it slows way, way down. I'll never forget the time when um, I had a group of Koreans come on my trip to Mount Shasta in September 2016. And they're very spiritual and they wanted to go into Telos. So I dropped them off at a um, sacred spot on the mountain. And, and it was about 10 o'clock in the morning and they said, uh, can you come by and pick us up about 5, 5.30? And I said, sure. So um, I left them, but I but what happened after that is that the rocks, there was an entrance into Telos at this sacred spot on Mount Shasta. The rocks in this uh, um, seemingly solid uh, rock cliff opened up um, with a big bright white light there. And um, they, they walked down these steps down to a shuttle station, got on a shuttle and went straight to Telos, uh, met with the Dhamma, uh, saw the area, and then from there went to, I think they went to Shambhala. And then uh, their kids were uh, young, six or eight years old. And the kids didn't, um, they didn't like 5D, didn't know what to think of it. So they came back, um, they came back uh, early at about 5, 5.30 uh, p.m. that day. And when they came out, the rocks opened up again. A light came through and they walked out. And when I met them on, on the mountain at Mount Shasta, they were walking around in a daze. Uh, not knowing what to do. And then I interviewed them. And their interview, by the way, is still on my website. Uh, you can go to www.outofthisworld1150.com. Go to the top part of the landing page and just pick up past guests <clears throat> or past podcasts and go back to September 2016. And you'll find the interview I had with this people from uh, from Korea who'd gone and just came back out of Telos and Shambhala. It was amazing, just an amazing experience. And I urge you all to to, to listen to that interview. Um, um, it's um, between it's much easier to go into Telos in the astral plane than it is physically from third dimension. It's just because there are a lot of negatives around and um, it's not quite safe. Um, because of the security issues regarding that, but um, it's easy to go in uh, astrally if you if you know how. And trip, people on my trip, um, uh, I usually take people down into the astral plane to meet with with the Dhamma and visit uh, Telos. It's a beautiful city. It looks like a, a Swiss mountain village. It's got um, it's got a, there's a white plaza with buildings are are white and uh, the, the, there's trees. Um, looks like pine trees around surrounding the mountain. It's very very steep. They have a healing room, um, healing chambers there uh, in Telos, and they also have them as well up on board um, uh, Admiral Halosaurus's, my, my friend's um, ship up on deck. Uh, it's deck 36 is where they're located. And um, if people like, um, I can take them um, with the permission of either Adama and the Telosians or Abrahalosaurus and the Plidians to these areas where they can get a healing. Um, the first time that happened was also back in September 2016 when um, a friend of mine, she was the wife of a uh, television producer at Gaia TV, had had, um, what did she have? She had um, fibromyalgia and she'd had it for years and it was very painful. And um, what happened is that the Telosians took her one night while camping at Mount Shasta down into Telos. And she went into this, um, it was like a rose quartz colored bath, uh, bathtub. It was a healing chamber. She took her shoes off, kept her clothes on. But then um, um, she was bathed in this golden yellow light all night long. 
And by the next morning, fibromyalgia was completely gone. She didn't need any more painkillers and she was completely healed. It was an amazing story. And I remember how happy she was after she told me about it. But those miracle healings do happen on a regular basis. And if you want to come, um, please uh, send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. It doesn't cost very much and camping is free. Um, there are, I have to screen everybody um, before they come because there have been negative elements in the past, including some negative elements from um, government, U.S. government three-letter agencies who've tried to come in and eliminate me. That's right. They've tried to eliminate me before, and they've also tried to disrupt and destroy the trip. So I'm very careful who comes, um, but most people are, are good. Most people are positive. Most people are genuine in their desire to, uh, to come on the trip. And, um, you can, you can meet, you can meet Adama and the Talosians as well as, um, the Pleiadians and Admiralosaurus. We also always, almost always see Sasquatch. And, um, and during the nighttime, it's just amazing because you're like, it's like a television screen full of, of extraterrestrial craft and you can see them. It's like a freeway, really. You, last year I was at Shasta and we saw all these ships flying back and forth and I've got, um, really really nice night visual goggles that sees um you can see angels with it you can see forest divas all kinds of um um um, life out there in in the in the forest and also in the in the sky as well and you can see all these ships out there it looks like a freeway but nobody ever seems to get into uh an accident or a fender bender um i guess they must have the technology so that they don't bump into each other but it's possible i suppose but we always see lots and lots of uh ships out there and it's just always an an amazing time if if you'd like to go please let me know as soon as possible the trips are are um, getting filled up quickly my email is out of this world 1150 at gmail.com or out of this world uh, uh, radio at protonmail.com. More information is also found on my website at out of this world readings.com. That's out of this world readings.com. Uh, and I hope you can come. The, um, uh, the purpose of, of, of living on this planet is to learn lessons, I'm told, from my galactic friends in order to spiritually advance and ascend into the higher dimensions. And that's exactly what what we're doing now. Of all the planets in this universe, the Earth is about one of the hardest to affect any positive change. So I know it's hard here sometimes, but just know that um, the Galactics, the Galactic Alliance has your back. The Pleiadians, our brothers and beautiful brothers and sisters among the Pleiadians also have your backs as well. And there's a lot of doom and gloom out there, but uh, I think it's it's uh, n- not a good thing to dwell too much on the doom and gloom. It's good to be aware of it so you can avoid it and perhaps uh, combat it and fight it. But but don't don't dwell on 100% because we have a beautiful, bright future for, ahead of all of us, not only for ourselves, but our children and our children's uh, children. And I know the light is going to win in the end. One thing I always love to do at the beginning of my shows is to play this Lemurian. It's it's a love tuning fork. It's a 528 hertz tuning fork. This is the uh, frequency of love. And when you hit this tuning fork with one of these crystals from uh, Mount Shasta, it's been blessed by the priest to tell us it, it spreads love everywhere. So I'm going to do that three times now and spread love everywhere to every everyone who's listening today. That's the first one there. Second one. There we go. Got a good strike. 
There we go. If you'd like one of these, they're just $55, and you can order them on my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. And there's a little bit for postage as well, but um, if you'd like one, just, just let me know. I'm happy to uh, to send it to you. Um, I hope everyone's having a, a, good, a good summer. Um, I know there's a lot of things going on beneath this, uh, the scenes. Um, I think we're going to be facing challenges this summer. Um, there are reports of the U.S. military on many streets around the country. Uh, I think they're anticipating some trouble in different cities. But uh, I think they got a good handle on it. I know the White Hats are preparing uh, for um, for any any conflicts that that do occur. Um, you might also want to get some uh, food ahead ahead just in case there's food shortages. You know, people have been protecting pre predicting food shortages now for the past year, but we've had some minor shortages. But fortunately, it hasn't been that bad. I think. But it's always good, of course. I think to to grow your own garden. It's a simple thing to do, even if you're in a city in a skyscraper. If you've got a window balcony, just get some dirt and plant some seeds. It's a, it's an easy thing to do, and you'll have your own supply of food if if you need it. One of the things I learned from the work of Dr. Masurimoto is that um, we are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier planet. And using his techniques um, back in uh, about two and a half years ago in January, um, my God, my goodness, how time flies. I guess it was Jan January 2021. I asked all my listeners to, to pray for rain and visualize rain coming um, across Australia because at the time the country was burning up massive wildflower wild wildfires everywhere and it worked the whole country was deluged in rain for something like seven to ten days and they put out all the fires that were burning up australia were were being put out well this is happening again now recently in canada and canada they're getting lots and lots and lots of fires but the, the origin of these fires is really suspicious because for example in quebec two weeks ago um i showed this video a week ago um on in quebec um about 20 different fires in southern Quebec, close to the American border, all started at once. And this was documented on satellites above above Canada, uh, showing, and the videotape showed, all these fires spontaneously bursting into flames all at once. That's the first thing that happened. The second thing is that there was a huge uh, shipment of uh, ammonia nitrates, which can be used to start fires that was stolen off a train from Colorado to, to California. This train was owned by a company owned by George Soros, uh, coincidentally. And um, uh, when this ammonium nitrate burns, it, it leads a kind of an orangish um, uh, color uh, in the in the air. Well, last week uh, around uh, New York City and many places places on the East Coast, um, these fires um, were producing in southern Quebec, these fires were producing this orangish, weird orangish cloud formations, and they blew into northeastern United States, and New York and Philadelphia ended up with some of the worst water uh, air quality um, in, in, in North America. It was very thick, <coughs> very, very not, not good for your health at all. So you put two and two together that this ammonia nitrate that was stolen off a George Soros train a couple of weeks ago, and when you burn it, it produces this orange, um, this orange, these orange, toxic orange clouds. And then you get all these fires starting in southern Quebec, started with apparently with that same 
um, um, you know, the, the same nitrates, um, you kind of put things together and realize that, that that stuff was stolen to start these fires in southern Canada. In Canada, 90% of the population of that beautiful country lives within 100 miles of the U.S. border. So um, if you wipe out that 100-mile area full of fires, you're not going to have a place for, for people to, to live. Um, and uh, in Alberta, um, the whole planet, the, the whole, sorry, the whole um, province was, was on fire. Again, lots of fires starting spontaneously. And so last weekend, um, we, uh, in the weekend before that, I asked all my listeners to pray for rain for Canada in Alberta and crossed from British Columbia all the way across Nova Scotia, which has had fires in Quebec as well. And as a result of that, um, last week, I have listeners up in Edmonton, um, Alberta, and I want to thank Anna especially for, for sharing that and Jane as well, that um, uh, 90% of the, of the province of Alberta was completely covered in rain. And also British Columbia, the next province over to the west, was also getting lots and lots of rain and the fires were going out. So we did that again on my show last Saturday. And guess what happened within an hour? I called up my friend uh, uh, Jane, who had been on the show before, and she said that within an hour after my broadcast, and I asked people to meditate and pray for rain and visualize rain coming down um, in Canada, um, the rain had started in Edmonton again across the province. So we're putting the fires out, my friends. We are all powerful spiritual beings meant to create a much better and happier world. And I know if we uh, pray for rain, <coughs> that it will have an effect and we will be able to put out the fires throughout Canada. So my friends around the world and in Canada, let's pray for rain uh, in Canada to put out the fires there because um, um, I don't think any of them, almost none of them were natural. Actually, there were some uh, uh, people, some arsonists were found by the RCMP uh, to start some of the, at least started some of the fires were started, but especially the ones in Quebec appear to be planned uh, a planned fire for southern Quebec uh, using the uh, ammonium uh, nitrate that was stolen off the uh, Soros train a couple of weeks ago in the United States. So uh, let's let's pray for rain because I know we can um, we can we can we'll do this for a few minutes and we can make a change. And um, I'm going to go ahead and play some rain uh, some rain sounds in the background for a couple of minutes and we'll we'll have some fun. Here we go. July rain covering uh, British Columbia, Alberta, Now, the beautiful Hopi Indians, um, the, the beautiful Hopi Indians, they actually, um, uh, they, that's how they do their, their agriculture is they, um, uh, they, they pray for rain. They'll plant the seeds in the ground 
and then they'll do a rain dance and they've actually started rain uh doing uh doing exactly that um my next segment um i i'll uh, it's about 15 16 minutes long it's with my good friend leon mclaughlin of the washington clean water foundation and um, in that segment, um, uh, Leon talks about some fundraisers we're having um, on July uh, 13th, 14th, and 15th in, um, uh, in Woodenville, Washington, about 20 minutes east of, uh, east of Seattle. And then there's another fundraiser at Martha Childress' house in Sedona, uh, which you're all welcome to come. Um, it's on uh, September uh, let's see, 16th, 17th, and 18th during that weekend. And... Um, the event in Woodenville is a fantastic event. It's all free. You're having some fantastic uh, musical performers. Uh, Leon has got a lot of contacts in the in the music industry, and so he's he's arranged those for people. But it's all free, and it's just by donation, whatever you want to donate. And 100% of all the proceeds will go to the Hopi and Navajo and getting clean water filters so they can finally drink uh, clean, fresh water. I hope you'll enjoy that. That'll be on right after this um, uh, th this first part of the program is done. On June 30th, I wanted to tell everyone I'll be teaching six different classes at um, uh, um, Alfred Weber's um, uh, university um, called Omni University in Van beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. And uh, it will be, um, uh, it'll, the classes will be on time travel, remote viewing. Um, it'll also be on defending yourself from psychic attacks. I have another class on uh, on 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 the galactics and um and what what's what different life forms are out there beyond this planet beautiful benevolent extraterrestrial forms how to and how to contact them as well um it'll be another program on um on on how to do a mind reading and uh do astro travel remote viewing and anyway if you're interested in that uh, please send me an email to out of this world 1150 at gmail.com and I'm happy to uh, to send it to you um, the other thing is is um, uh, these techniques are easy to learn um, uh, I, I've had about uh, 30 years experience learning it I can actually come from a psychic family where it was normal for 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 uh from myself and my family members to talk to the other side and and uh but once you learn these these techniques you will you'll never forget you will always be able to uh to do it it um um it's it's a fascinating way to connect with your uh angels and and uh guardian angels um and your and there's no such thing as death by the way people who you may lose your physical body when you pass over on the other side but you basically change dimensions and you go into a um you go into a higher state and you get access to what's called universal truth a god if you will and you get answers to anything you want answered um on the other side and um so that's one of the things i've learned in in my three decades of learning about the other side and um, I learned all these things from my foster mother, Terry, a beautiful lady who, um, who used to find missing and lost children for the Seattle area police departments. Um, uh, it was hard work. I'm sure it was hard work for her because they would give her a piece of clothing or a photograph. And then she would tell them what happened to that particular child. Um, the police back at the time, this was several couple decades ago, kept it quiet because they they didn't want people to think that they were um, engaging a psychic to help solve cases. But I think I have a feeling people are more uh, more ex more open to it now. But I'm sh and I'm sure they they employ other psychics and medium as well to to, to solve cases. Um, 
I have worked with uh, some police departments in the past. I'm happy to do it on a volunteer basis. And if there is any law enforcement out there who does need help on a case that they can't crack, feel free to uh, to email me to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com. I'm happy to give them some free help, whatever I can to to, um, to, to find out the answers for them. Uh, when you go into the higher dimensions, we exist in the third dimension, but when you go into the fifth dimension, fourth and fifth dimensions beyond this dimension, um, truth is the currency of, of that dimension. And it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's always um, amazing to me um, how um, they, you can't lie in the higher dimensions. It's like running away from God. And that's one of the things that'll happen as people shift into these higher dimensions. Most times people will communicate telepathically and language will become uh, secondary. The Pleiadians, for example, are a beautiful fifth dimensional civilization, fifth, sixth dimensional civilization. And they do have a, a, a an oral language they use. It, it it's, uh, reminds me of Cherokee, it's, it's sort of choppy, but it's also um, musical and mathematical at the same time. Um, so many, many words go and end up on, a, on an up note and it's very positive uh, language. It's beautiful to listen to. And I, I love I love listening to the Pleiadians speak it because it's it's uh, very very uplifting and makes makes me feel happy when I when I listen to it. But most times they they communicate telepathically. And the beauty thing beautiful thing about communicating telepathically is that there's no um, there's no uh, uh, there's no opportunity for for misunderstandings. When you have a direct telepathic um, communication with someone, it's heart to heart communication and you don't have any misunderstandings whatsoever. The other good thing about uh, fifth dimensional society where we're headed uh, to in the future is that um, the, um, uh, the problem uh, is that it, it um, um, you, the thing that for criminals, if anybody's hiding or lying about something, people will able to know that instantaneously whether a person is, is telling the truth which I think is just fascinating. If you have a court case, for example, and the judge is sitting there and they're, they're all wondering what the truth is about a particular case, all the judge or the prosecutor or the, the attorneys will have to do is just sit down and if they're in the fifth dimension, sit down and just look at somebody and they can tell just like that whether they're telling the truth. Now, won't that be a way of conducting trials? And as a result of that, you'll see in the future as we shift into the fifth dimension, the incidence of crime and uh, in the United States and many other countries will just drop precipitously because people will know whether you're telling the truth or not. And um, won't that be a way to um, to live um, in the future? On that note, we won't need the um, heavy handed uh, arm of the state to regulate. We won't need the police forces. We won't need the armies and the militaries of the world um, to regulate human affairs on this planet because pe most people will know how to act with each other. And so they won't need to be in, uh, you know, told what to do. They'll just know through their inner guard uh, what to do. There will still be a military, however. There will still be a space force, if you will. And that space force and that military will be used to, um, to protect us and also regulate our interactions with off-planet uh, races. Um, and, and there could be, a, there's certainly probably a, a, a reason for that because some of the uh, ETs out there are not benevolent, that they're negative, they feed off war and conflict, and we'll need to be, and we'll need to protect ourselves with that. But by that time as well, we'll be a member of what's called the Galactic Alliance. 
Their formal name is called the Galactic Alliance of Interdimensional Free Worlds. Um, they are between 50 and 100,000 years ahead of us technologically and between 30 and 50,000 years ahead of us spiritually. Um, and they're mostly human, not all, but mostly human. They're comprised of 7 trillion entities and 450 million planets in this one-third part of the Milky Way galaxy. And I'm sure there's other, um, there's other species, um, races, if you will, as well out there, um, and groups, different groups, but those, that's the one, the main group that visits this planet. There's also some smaller groups as well, but, um, that's who I'm allied with and I've been working with them now for, for a number of years. There is another negative group, um, that our, our governments, especially the U.S. government has been allied with and working with since 1954, but they're called the reptilians, but they're getting driven off off the planet because the vibrations, what's called the Schumann residence has been rising every day, every hour, every week, every year now for years, at least since 2016, when the Schumann residence doubled from 7.8 Hertz to something like 13.8 Hertz. The Schumann residence is a frequency of, of this planet and um, the reason why many people today are getting tired, and if you feel tired, the tiredness is from, um, is from the higher vibrations. Our bodies are used to, to vibrating at a certain frequency on this planet, and, but as the frequencies come in getting higher and higher and higher, our cells um, is, are adjusting to these new and higher vibrations. And as they adjust, you get tired. It's just fact of life. So if you get sleepy during the day, take a nap if you can, or get some extra sleep at night, um, because those are, those are the, the Schumann res resonance frequencies are rapidly rising. And one of the things that's going to happen, um, it's probably going to happen within the next two years, year and a half. Um, you, when you go to a place like Mount Shasta, you will be able to see um, um, people from Telos walking around on the surface on, on Mount Shasta because our vibrations will have gone up to the point where we'll be up at the fifth, close to where they'll be in the fifth, we'll be in the fifth. And so we'll be able to see and talk to each other on, on a real-time basis. Won't that be amazing? Um, you'll also be probably be able to see ghosts as well. A ghost is nothing more than a soul who uh, has failed, has not found their way yet, and there may be earthbound, and they decided to stay here and not reincarnate. And um, um, and you'll be able, as we go higher and higher, you should be able to see ghosts as well. So um, anyway, it's going to be an amazing time. And what's going to be amazing, especially, is for our children and our children's children. Um, many of the children bo being born nowadays are starseeds. Um, they're from the Pleiades. They're from the Galactic Alliance. They're from the Arcturians. They're from Sirius B. They're from many benevolent planets, and they're all here to help us with the ascension. Um, unfortunately, one of the things that uh, the negatives have been trying to do is to stop these kids from from helping us. Um, they want to take away their souls so they they do not become beautiful the beautiful human beings and angels that they are, and um, they've been doing it through the shop program. Now, Rudolf Steiner is an amazing man. Uh, he wrote a book. He 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 made it. He did. He presented an essay called um, "The Fall of the Spirits of Darkness." Um, on uh, he he gave this speech in Salzburg, Austria, in October, uh, 1917. And I've talked to him on the other side. And what he did, he said that um, 
uh, he traveled to this point in human history and saw what was happening. And he went back to um, 1917, October 1917, and wrote about it and presented, gave information in his speech about it. And what he said is that there would become a time when um, medical doctors would um, uh, would use uh, uh, just the, the V's, I'll say that, the shots, the V's, to give them to little children and, and adults and people to separate their soul from the rest of their body so they would have no interest in spiritual topics whatsoever and um, in an attempt to stop uh, our ascension. And that's exactly what's been going on now. And um, and if you get a chance, that essay is on the on the web. Steiner's a great guy. I, lo- I, I always love talking to him. He had a lot, a lot of uh, wisdom, of course. He started what's called, later was started what, what was called the Steiner Schools for Children. Great school system, really helps uh, children learn a lot of good things. But um, I definitely check him out and read his essay. You'll, you'll find out quite a bit. It's an example of a man who traveled into the future to see what was happening. And he wrote his essays as a warning to humanity that um, this there was a time coming when um, when uh, uh, healthcare professionals would give people the shots uh, in an attempt to shut down their spirituality. And, and honestly, they're doing a pretty good job, aren't they? Um, but we're going to make it through this. Um, our Pleiadian, our beautiful Pleiadian brothers and sisters um, have been bombarding planet Earth with many higher vibrations uh, since November of 2018. And um, they've been doing that in an attempt <coughs> to help us uh, wake up, raise our vibrations and heal ourselves. And it is working. Um, just uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had Thomas Jefferson came on my show uh, in a channeled message. And he said that uh, uh, something like two and a half to three percent of the people um, uh, on this planet had woke up to self-love. And that's all part of the ascension pro- pro- uh, uh, process. So we, we are making good progress, my friends. Nostradamus actually said <coughs> back in the late 80s, he was there was a series there were a series of books called Conversations with Nostradamus published by Ozark Mountain Publishers that Dolores Cannon did with a group of psychic students. Um, she went, she traveled in time on the astral plane psychically back to visit Nostradamus in the 15th and 16th centuries in France. And he said that his quatrains, he was very happy to meet with her because his quatrains had been misinterpreted. And uh, he said that one of the things he said, two things he said, he said there would be a war um, in the um, that would start in Bosnia Herzegovina uh, in 1993 uh, with Bill Clinton, um, and that war would spread um, throughout Europe and eventually to the United States. And by the year 2005, many American cities would be blown up from nuclear bombs. Well, you know, it didn't happen. And it didn't happen because people in mass in the late 80s and early 90s stood up uh, against the arms race, stood up against the um, the military industrial complex in the United States and Russia. And we st- we stopped the arms race here and um, the negatives now, however, are trying to restart things uh, with a fake conflict in the Ukraine. And I call it a fake conflict because um, uh, if President Trump was president, like he said, he would have that conflict resolved in less than 24 hours. Um, we have sent under the current fake um, government um, in the United States, we've sent over $200 billion 
of of taxpayer money to the Ukraine for what? I still don't understand. I I don't understand why we're there. I don't. I think it's a total waste of time. And history will I think will prove that I'm right. Um, but um, we need to get, of course, get control of our government again. This is one of the lessons um, uh, for all of us now to stand up for our rights and liberties. Because if we don't, nobody else is going to, and they want to enslave us. You know, through their 15-minute cities through um, travel restrictions. That's the whole point of the of the pandemic was to lock society down and ruin everything. And I think they did a pretty good job of it in many countries. Um, but um, the best thing is to be positive, to ask for help from the galactics and from God as well. We all have that uh, spark of the um, of the supreme being or, or God within us. And this is a free will planet. Um, uh, Ashtar, the Ashtar command has told me that he'd like to help many people here, but they have to ask for help. So if, if you ask for help, he will help. And one of the, one of the, um, easiest ways I, I do to ask for help from the Galactics is in the Pleiadians. I put my hand on my heart and I say the hue three times. The hue is part of the word human. Um, if you if anyone out there is familiar with Ekinkar, they, they do this as well, which is great for them. And you say this uh, three times, and I'll just say it three times now to bring in the Galactics, and they will help you in anything you ask for, if it's in a benevolent and positive way. And it goes something like this. You... Let's help. Let's ask for help with the rain in Canada, so to put the fires out, so their country doesn't burn up. So let's say this twice more, asking the Galactics for help with the with the fires in Canada with rain. You and one more time. You and we'll do it one more time for good measure. You. Isn't that nice. It's it's very calm and peaceful, and they'll help you with anything as long as it's um, as long as it's um, benevolent. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I want to thank, uh, is is the Hopi, uh, Hope, beautiful Hopi and Navajo people. Um, the Hopi um, uh, have the history of the planet in their mythology uh, and in their records. And if you want to study uh, what the real true story of this planet's like, look up some books on the Hopi. There are some good books out there and just read it from cover to cover and and stop and think about what they're saying because they they're very they're very powerful and they're beautiful people and they have the wisdom of the ages in in um in their culture um that's one of the reasons why i'm so happy we're um we're able to um to to help them and i hope everyone can um can help if you need more information about helping the hopi or the navajo please send me an email to um, uh, outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or you can write uh, outofthisworldradio at, at protonmail.com. Uh, e- either way is fine. I also have some information on our on our hope, our help for Hopi uh, at my website, outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com um, as well. I also have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side and talk to extraterrestrials. So you're welcome to visit that as well. And all my books are available uh, through my website. They're also available on um, Amazon as well. However, the, uh, Amazon's a great company, but um, if you buy the book from me, you get a you get a free reading. And also to brief reading, you also get a copy of the 1963 article. Uh, this was published in the Christchurch Christ Star in Christchurch, New Zealand. 
And uh, this article about Kennedy being shot dead was published while President Kennedy was still alive in the United States. That's true. And it was uh, it was a conspiracy, of course. The story about Oswald shooting Kennedy was released while um, President Kennedy was still very much alive. Back then in 63, they didn't have the Internet back then. Communications were slower. And apparently what happened is that Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was part of the conspiracy to kill dear President Kennedy, had issued a directive to all the um, U.S. embassies around the world to release this fake story in the newspapers and media about Kennedy being shot by by Oswald um, uh, on uh, November 22nd, 1963. Well, that's all fine and well for the world, except that in New Zealand, when it was released by the U.S. Embassy in on November 22nd, 1963, guess what? New Zealand's on, uh, is on the dateline, and November 22nd, 1963, it was actually November 21st, 1963, in the United States, and President Kennedy didn't leave for Dallas until the next morning at about seven, seven o'clock or so in the morning. So he was still very much alive on the 22nd when this story came out. So anyway, here's proof, and uh, uh, the cabal does make mistakes, and they get sloppy, but uh, I wanted people to be aware of that. You'll get a you'll get a free copy. You'll get a copy of this article um, on with my books, or you can order it separately too from my website at outofthisworldreadings.com. It's very difficult to get a copy of that uh, article, but I did. Um, it was highlighted thanks to President Kennedy helped me, and it was also highlighted in um, in the JFK movie as well. Um, so you can you can look at that. Um, I, I wanted to tell you quickly, um, our next segment will be a 16-minute segment with my good friend Leon McLaughlin on the uh, fundraising efforts for clean water for the beautiful Hopi and Navajo in Arizona. I hope you all can contribute, and I hope you all can attend the, um, the, big, the big festivity fundraising event they're having at, uh, in Woodland, Washington, 20 minutes um, east of Seattle. If you can go, that'd be great. It's free just by donation. Donate whatever you like. And all 100% of all monies go to the Hopi. There's another, um, we're having another fundraising in, in Sedona as well on my good friend Martha Childress's home. More information, um, uh, I can be happy to send you more information if you send me an email to outofthisworld1150 um, at, at gmail.com. Um, the other thing is that right after, and then right after that segment, I'll be playing, um, I've asked Don to play a, an hour and 50, or hour and 38 minute interview I had with Tashlina. Tashlina is from, from the Hollow Earth. She's from Telos. And her father is Adama. And she has, um, lots of many beautiful messages to give humanity. Um, and, um, I think, um, you're, you really enjoy it. Um, the, um, I hope you can understand the audio okay. Um, we had some problems with Zoom, so I had to do it on a, on a, on a telephone. But I think the, the audio came, at, came out um, as, as well. Um, the, um, they want this information to go out um, to help people on this planet because we're in, a, we're in a real battle now for the ascension. And the, the decisions we make now will affect us for many, many, many thousands of years to come. Um, I want you to know everyone, uh, to tell everyone, uh, from my from our galactic brothers and sisters that you're all loved and they're very very keen uh, very very interested um, on what decisions we make now because the decisions we make now affects not only us for for many many generations to come but also will affect other 
races and other planetary systems throughout this universe as well. So that's how important the Earth is right now to the future of not only um, Earth um, and ourselves, but also this solar system, this galaxy, and this universe. So, um, uh, and and I've been told before that um, people say, oh, it's so hard here. Well, we all we all chose to be here at this time. And the earth is like a school where we learn lessons and in preparation uh, for the ascension. And I want people to know that we're doing great. Um, according to Nostradamus, we weren't supposed to um, ascend. In, in the back of the late uh, 1980s, he said that we weren't supposed to, we weren't going to ascend from his perspective until the year 2038. Well, right now, the, the, the year is 2023. We are, um, about, uh, what, uh, 15 years ahead of schedule and we're doing, we're doing great. I know it's not easy, um, but uh, we, we're doing much better than expected. So you need to keep that faith. You need to keep that hope and you need to think as positive as you can in your daily lives for humanity and know that things will, will work out. The, the negatives, um, um, are not as powerful. Um, they're they're less powerful than the light forces because light forces and God is always stronger than the negatives. And this is the um, seventh time we've tried to ascend. Uh, other the other times we've tried to ascend, we've all failed. But this time, we've gone further and faster than any other civilization on this planet to ascend into the higher dimensions. And I know this time we're going to do it. Um, as Dr. Emoto used to say, our thoughts create the kind of reality we want. And so you have to pay attention to that as well. If you want good things in your life, visualize good things. There is a, there is a way to um, make good things happen for yourself. What you do, you visualize, uh, let's say you want a new job or find a sweetheart or a partner, you visualize meeting them or visualize that new job happening maybe in six months, a year, even a couple of years. And then you take that energy from the future where you've realized your dream back to the present and you start acting like that's already happened. That'll help you on your, your path if you'd like. As I said, I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to the other side, do remote viewing, time travel, astral planes, and contact their spirit guides. If you're interested, please visit my website at www.outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com. More information is there, or you can just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com or to out of this world readings, um, or sorry, out of this world radio at protonmail.com. Either one will, will get to me. This is a very special time in earth history. Um, and we're all very honored. I think it's very, uh, it's, it's, it's a real honor to be here to help with the ascension. Um, I, I was speaking with uh, President Kennedy and Ben Franklin and um, uh, uh, Albert Einstein, President and George, President uh, George Washington here uh, about a year and a half ago, and they all said they would love to trade places with us right now. They'd love to be here, actually, experience this. And my my first reaction was, okay, <laughs> where do I sign up? No, but my but my contract, my I I know I have to stay here. Uh, this is what I'm I'm in the right place, at the right time, doing what I'm supposed to be doing the right things. So um, it is an honor to be here. I'm very glad to be here. And uh, it's great to help out with the Ascension. And um, I hope everyone has a beautiful and happy day. My next segment will be 15, 16 minutes uh, with Leon, my good friend, Leon McLaughlin on the uh, fundraising for the Hopi and Navajo. And I hope you can, you can support that. After that, we'll be talking to Tashlina, 
who is the daughter of Adama, the spiritual head of, of Telos in the hollow earth, 125 miles beneath Mount Shasta. And she has so many beautiful, profound, and fantastic, uplifting messages for humanity. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Out of This World Radio is a listener-supported uh, radio show, and your, your, your support is always really appreciated. Um, you can go to my website on BBS to support us, just $2.99 a month, or you can go to to my website at out of this world um 1150 at uh, uh out of this world 1150.com as well um and there's a little paypal button feel free to contribute whatever you like they have higher levels on bbs i think they've got what silver gold and platinum for different levels it's 2.99 a month 5.99 or 9.99 a month anyway i really appreciate all your beautiful support and if you have any suggestions for guests or uh, anything you'd like to, you know, suggest for to make the program even better, please email me. I'm always welcome to suggestions. Um, uh, again, if you'd like to go to Shasta, please send me an email. The trips are are filling up fast. I hope everyone has a beautiful and happy day. And I think, and again, thank you so much um, for for your beautiful love and support. And uh, when you listen to this, uh, I'll be out in the mountains fishing somewhere, and um, I can't wait. <laughs> but I'll be back uh, again live on on the on next week. And I hope you all have a beautiful and happy day. And thank you again so much for your beautiful love and support. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Hello, friends. This is Ted from Out of This World Radio. And I have a fantastic uh, guest on today, Liam McLaughlin of the Washington Clean Water Foundation. And he and I will be talking about um, our fundraising activities for the beautiful Hopi and Navajo um, Native Americans so they can get clean drinking water. Uh, Leon, how are you doing today, my friend? Hey, Ted, glad to be on the show. Everything's going great. Couldn't be better. Excellent. I am so glad. Yeah, I am. I am so glad. I, um, you've got a, you've got a couple things coming up, my friend. What, tell, tell us about the July event in Woodenville and then, uh, Martha's event down in Sedona in September as well. Yeah, things have been going really well. We actually got a ranch donated to us for Water for Children at the Hopi and Navajo Reservation because, as you know, they're in a really bad situation. They're drinking water with arsenic and uranium in it, so we're actually putting water filters in the homes, the schools, the clinics. And we had um, an owner, her name is Michelle Ferguson, and her husband, Kurt, donate um, a ranch in Woodenville for three days, and it's July 14th, 15th, and 16th. It's a free event, and we got an all-star lineup of entertainers that will be performing at that event, and Dick's Burgers will also be the one that's handling the hamburgers, and it's an outside event on the ranch, like a Woodstock-type deal, um, fundraiser for the Hopi and Navajo tribe, which is awesome to get people involved. As you know, we started this five years ago with you, actually on your show, I had no idea that they were in a bad situation on the Hopi and Navajo Reservation. And coming on your show and you told me, hey, let me hook you up with some folks um, on the reservation and they can tell you their um, situation. And since then, um, we're able to provide over 25,000 water units. Um, I mean, 25,000 people can now have clean, fresh drinking water. So we were able to provide 25,000 people on the Hopi and Navajo Reservation clean, fresh drinking water within five years, which is great for us to be a grassroots organization. So it's going to be a fun event. 
a lot of entertainers involved. We got Cirque du Soleil type performers, um, mm-hmm. great singers. It's going to be a blast. How fun. Wow, Leon, thank you so much for putting that together. Uh, now, Woodenville's not far from Seattle, is it? What, 30 minutes, 20 yeah. minutes, something like that? It's, it's, it's like 20 minutes um, okay. from Seattle. It's really close, and this ranch is beautiful. They got beautiful wineries out there. Um, we actually got a lot of the restaurants that donated um, refreshments and kegs of beer. Um, yeah, it's really close. Beautiful ranch called the Ferguson Ranch, and we call it the event Ferg Fest. So it's going to be really, really great. Great entertainers, and if anyone want to come, come on out, a free event, if you would like to donate, because we will ask for donations, you can go to www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org. $150 is able to purchase a water unit that will provide 50 people with clean, fresh drinking water, which is great. Um, so, yeah, come on out. We're going to have fun. And then we have another event coming up in September, the um, 16th, 17th, and 18th in Sedona at Martha's Place um, in Sedona, huge place um, that we're going to have our other fundraiser. And we're actually going to have some of the um, tribal leaders come out to that event, and they will speak, Vernon, who you know, and Ernest. They'll be the speakers, and Ernest has been the one that's been installing the water units on the reservation for the children and their families. And we're pushing the message now. Um, it's a human right to have clean, fresh drinking water. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know that statistically men on the Hopi reservation only lived there 44 years, and women only lived about 53, 54 years because of the bad water causing cancer and all kinds of other health problems. But we're changing it now, and this is a beautiful way to change it. And it's all through volunteer efforts um, and donations. And I think it's such a, uh, you're to be congratulated um, to, on your fantastic work, Leon. And and uh, there's not only you, of course, there's um, Martha Childress of the Natural Choice Network, wonderful sweet lady uh, uh, who's helped us up so much. Michiko Hayashi, the Moto Peace Project, because when we give out these water filters, all all the families get um, the book messages from uh, from water from uh, from Dr. Moto, and then um, of course we got Ernest Tahoe uh, and uh, Vernon Maspaaspa. I hope that's pronounced correctly of the beautiful Hopi uh, Hopi Nation, and it's a group effort to put this together, of course. And uh, you know it's amazing. I I don't think we, there's there's nothing we can't do in a good way. As if we can work together, we can make this world a better place, you know, Leon? Yeah, you're exactly right. And all donations is a tax write-off. So we're a 501c3 nonprofit. We're all volunteering. Any donation is a tax write-off. We need, if you're a singer, if you are a tech person, to help us out in any kind of way to get it throughout through social media, word of mouth about the situation because like you said the average man lives to be like 44 years old right. um, because of the contaminated water because of the uranium and arsenic and we had to actually go to manufacturers to make these special filters for them and we're just americans helping americans which is great so yeah come on out to both events it's gonna be nice and we're making a difference which is great right exactly and you know the thing is is that um it's it's amazing what people can do when when they when they work together, you know, um, and that's a, that's that, I know yes, you're right. Working together works. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. 
Exactly. I know you you do that, and you know that because that's what that's what you do. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes. And you you also take because, like I said, it wouldn't have never happened if it wasn't for you. You actually is the one that you you're the one that launched this whole initiative and program, and it's becoming, like I said, five years later, a total success with um, twenty five thousand people over twenty five thousand people now having clean, fresh drinking water. And when the manufacturers kicked in to make a six hundred dollar machine for one hundred and fifty dollars, and that's how they pitched in, and fifty people on one unit can have drinking water. And imagine we even beat inflation because, you know, that's been the price for five years. <laughs> so that manufacturers are really nice to keep that same $150 price, even with inflation being as high as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, um, that's just truly amazing because before the Hopi, before this effort started, the manufacturer, they didn't have, did they have these filters for, taking out the radiation and the arsenic? I don't think they did, did they? They didn't. Um, They had to make a special filter. So um, we actually went to them, and they designed a special filter because you need a special filter for um, uranium. Uh Because remember, they got that uranium in the water. So they actually got together during COVID because they wasn't traveling. And when I called up the manufacturers, and they was like, well, let us get these scientists on top of this. And they actually made a special uranium filter um, for the uranium and then another filter that's special that takes out um, viruses and contaminants. So you got two filters, one uranium filter and another filter that takes out viruses and contaminants that work like a UV light. So it was um, amazing that they joined us to put this special filter together after we had got the water sample and they got passionate to get involved, just like when I first found out from you. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Leon. You know, if we all work together, we can make this planet a much better place. Um, we've got a couple of minutes left, and I want people, if you can, tell people about your other activities around the world, too, because you're, you're all over the place, and you do yeah. a lot of good things. Right. We're actually working with um, airline ambassadors, Nancy, you know Nancy, oh, she was Nancy on the Rebar, reservation, Nancy Rabard in Gambia, so we're putting that project together. Right. We delivered some water units in Mexico and also with the Blackfeet tribe in Montana. Oh. So those are the latest projects, the one that we have in Gambia. Um, that we're working with airline ambassadors with, and then we delivered water units for the Blackfeet tribe in Montana. They got the same kind of situation with contaminated water, but only it was the aluminum companies that um, did the contamination with their water um, compared to the Hopi tribe that it was the uranium uh, folks that contaminated their water. Right. The same kind of pollution issues, a little different, but similar. Same kind of pollution. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. I want to give a shout out and a thanks to Nancy Rivard too, a wonderful lady with uh, airline ambassadors. She's been a great supporter as well. Her father actually uh, educated her first to the, to the issues regarding the Hopi. He loved the Hopi and Navajo. And uh, so she's joined us as well for fundraising and, and helping. with. And it's like you said, with Dr. Emoto, you know, imagine now we're putting, um, we're working with them to try to say on every water unit, we want to put one of the Dr. Emoto crystals on that unit and along with the book. So we're doing the hidden messages of water 
along with the water unit. So it's a blessing on top of every water unit. So not only are we cleaning the water, it's coming with a blessing. Well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Here's here's it's one. a great concept. Yeah, this is I've got one of the books here. It's called The Message from Water, um, children's version right here. And it's uh, um, it's was written by um, uh, Michiko Hayashi and Dr. Moto back some years ago. And if you look at this is this is a picture of I'm showing this book now the, the front cover. This is love and gratitude. Um, when you write the words love and gratitude on a glass of water, these beautiful crystals of love and gratitude appear. Um, on the other hand, if you send negative thoughts um, to a glass of water, like you fool, here's a picture here, um, it, it breaks down and, and um, becomes un unrecognizable so that our, our thoughts do create our reality. So we have to always think positive, um, positive thoughts and be optimistic for the future because we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And, um, and we do create our realities, you know, like you did uh, with, with this effort too, Leon. Exactly. You have to stay positive. That's why I said it's wonderful that, you know, we're saying we were actually able to get everybody to pitch in to create that special custom made filter and it's working. So we're saving children's lives, adults, um, the works, the elders, you know, they're now drinking clean water. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think the Hopi are one of the few tribes that have not had uh, any kind of uh, casinos on their reservation. They prefer the exactly. Old, yeah, they're they're very um, um, they're, they're they're very traditional people, and I admire them about them. Admire that about them. Not I'm not saying that uh, casinos and gambling is bad. It's just that they've chosen a traditional path, and I admire them for for doing that. Yeah, that's what we like because they are the protectors of the earth. So you know, we were like. Why not protect the protectors? Because they're praying for us every day. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. um, they pray for the, they got the cloud gods. I mean, I learned a lot um, being around them and being at the events and what they taught me. They actually did a rain dance at our last event in Sedona and it was sunny, 85 degrees and it actually rained a half an hour later. Wow, and amazing? all these creatures came out of the ground and it was amazing to see that. Wow. And that's what they pray for the creatures, wow. the humankind, uh, mankind, um, the works. Wow. So, you know, unbelievable tribe, unbelievable police. I learned about the cloud gods and how they have to pray to the cloud gods um, wow. before they even would take a windmill. So it's serious. Wow, that's what a what an amazing experience. Um, they have such valuable knowledge, and those prayers work. Like you said, they really do work. And they don't irrigate their crops. They pray. They pray, bring the rain in, and that's how they raise their corn and other crops as well. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that we're now. Even with the crops, the water, now they get clean water, we're bringing. We're actually working on putting the treatment center there. And we got the blessing from them for us to put a water treatment center. Um, so we're actually fundraising for that. That's why I say if anybody want to donate, you can go to www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org. And all donations is a tax write-off. We're putting the water units on. We're working with them on the treatment center. It's great what's going on uh -huh. and how we're all working together and for them to say let's put the message out that not only are we in a situation but mankind um, the world water is a human right because you got 
like 50% of the world hospital beds are filled with people with waterborne illnesses. Really? You got over 2 million children dying every year because of waterborne illnesses. 2 billion people die a year. Oh and out God. of that 2 billion, 2 million children that's, die that's over waterborne um, diseases. So it's something that we could definitely fix, but we need everybody to kind of join us to do it. Well, like I said before, when, once we when we work together, nothing's impossible, and we can change the world to make it a much better and, and happier place. That's so true, Ted. Like I said, look at what we've done in five years to be grassroots, to have over 25,000 people now with clean, fresh drinking water. That's with right. With the water units that we've put out there, and now we're even t talking treatment center now, which I wouldn't have never thought nothing like that would happen. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're shifting into the higher dimensions right now, so our thoughts are th are becoming things. So when we have positive, good thoughts about what the kinds of things we'd like to create in the future, they will materialize, and that's a good thing, you know. Um, that's right. That's a that's a good thing. So. Um, well, my friend, keep up your good work. Um, I urge everyone to go out to Woodenville if they, if you are in the, uh, Washington State area. It'd be a fantastic event. Now, on your website, is more, is there more information about it there? Yes, it is. And okay. that's why I said everybody can go to www.cleanwaterfoundationwa.org and see the information there. Um, and we're putting the information together for the Sedona, uh, deal um the event in september so you'll also see that on there too okay well, and you can go to social media sites you'll see it on our social media um page also wonderful wonderful leon well yes yeah. thanks so much for sharing your beautiful wisdom today and 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 light and um i know um i urge everyone to uh visit uh, leon's website and attend the uh, woodenville event it'll be fantastic and if you're down in the southwest be sure to go to martha's event um martha childers sedona spotlight it's it's on the website that'll be september 16th 17th and 18th another fundraiser for the beautiful hopi and now yeah we even got another one coming up we haven't put a date yet with one of the violinists um that just bought a ranch in santa fe one of our um entertainers and he has a 26 acre ranch in santa fe with an amphitheater and we're working on having an event there with the local artists in santa fe and uh jeffrey castle that's his name he's a famous violinist in the northwest and he's now in santa fe so we're working on that and just because of him hearing your show along with um being a uh, participant in our event he donated his ranch so the word is getting out and wow. everybody want to get involved that's great wonderful well leon thank you so much again for sharing your wisdom and knowledge today it's always great to have you on and can't wait to talk to you again soon my friend all right thanks a lot have a great one Ted. Okay. thank you for having me on your show wonderful to have you too and leon could you give us your website one more time please yes it's www cleanwaterfoundationwa.org oh clean cleanwaterfoundationwa.org okay great. yes and we are now non-profit 501c3 so if anyone donates they get a tax write-off um volunteer we'll give them the acknowledgement letter uh, for any volunteers any kind of donations to help i mean cash or food or blankets whatever 
they would like to donate, they get a tax write-off. And I believe you brought a lot of blankets down there before, Ted. Am I correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. thank you so much. My pleasure, my friend. Have a beautiful day, Leon, and keep up your good work. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks again. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed that uh, uh, segment by Leon McLaughlin, the, the fundraising for the beautiful Hopi and Navajo Indians in Arizona. They really need your help, and I hope you can you can uh, you can support his work, our work, actually, to get clean water for both the Hopis and the and the Navajos. Um, I want to tell you my next segment is a uh, interview I did on Radio Soul International recently in Vienna, Austria. It's in German and in English. Uh, but it's a fascinating interview. It's with uh, Tashlina. She's the daughter of Ad- Adama, who's the um, the spiritual head, the priest of uh, of Telos in the hollow earth uh, uh, beneath Mount Shasta. And I know you'll really enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, it's so nice to talk to you, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Um, um uh we, we um, you can talk about anything you like um and uh uh your father is adama is that right it is oh wonderful it is wonderful wonderful uh, uh, hi hi Deschlina. this is gerhard pellegrin from radio soul i have a, wel- a warm welcome to you welcome on our show here in europe can Deschlina uns hören can you hear me Ray, can you hear Gerhard? Okay, he's my producer. I can't hear her. Oh, I just yeah. Okay, good. He 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 just said he, he gave you a warm welcome to be on the show. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, Maria, tell tell us a little bit about um uh your life and also about your your dad's work in in I know he's the he's the spiritual head of of Telos in the Hollow Earth, and I'm such an honor to have you have you on today. Um, is there are there any messages he'd like to give my audience? Well, uh, one thing that I can tell right now is that we need you guys to be prepared for new changes um, that are coming soon to our Earth, and. We are preparing, we are working on the ash flows the best that we can to wake up those starseeds that are already, that are still sleeping. And right now we are working with the ash torture and common and also with the Venusians. Uh, they are playing a role, but an important role in, in your guys' ascension. And you uh, you guys can ask for help anytime, anywhere. We are always here to assist you in whatever you guys need. Because it's very important to, to maintain humanity in the best, uh, much happier as we can. And we just want... To see your smile, your bright smile in your face, and that that means a lot for us because it means that we are doing a very great job. So <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. That's beautiful messages. Um, what, what 
Kannst du es noch zusammenfassen für mich? Ich habe nicht alles gut verstanden. Also sie arbeitet zusammen mit dem Ashton Sharan Command. She is working together with Ashton. With the Ashton Command, I think Ashtar so. Command, okay. Yes, I think so. Mm -hmm. And yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, pretty much what, what I do, because uh, of how that says. Uh, Light beans, we do have different jobs. We, just, we, we, we have a different types of life missions in, in our life. It's not just one. It's not just because so many people, they think that you have to be an astronomer and that, that's your, your mission in life. And that's, that's something that you have to be all your, the rest of your life, which is not like that. Mm -hmm. That always said, uh, he always said to me, like, daughter, um, you have a lot of things to do in Earth. You don't have just one single mission. You just have a ton of missions <clears throat> to do and different pay, uh, roles to play in your ascension, your um, uh, spiritual life. There's a lot of things to do in your spiritual life. And that's something that we are trying to encourage other people to to think there uh, those kind of stuff that because those stuff uh, are part of the human programmation. That is that programmation is if 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 the I don't know like. For us, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult job because humans already are programmed on the, um, they, they, they think, I, I don't know, like, how can I say it, but, um, humans, we are, um, we are programmed, like, to just think that we just have to do something in life and it's just live life as we want and when it's not like that. We always have to keep an eye on what we're doing, on what on our actions, and to work with ourselves to be better. And being better even with others too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, was ich, wenn ich es richtig verstanden habe, ähm, Tashlina ermutigt uns und ermutigt auch alle Menschen, die auch für das Licht, für diesen Aufstieg, für den Aufstiegsprozess sich einsetzen. Ähm, es ist ihnen bewusst allen, dass es wirklich viel zu tun gibt. Also, wir haben viel viele arbeiten, nicht nur eine Aufgabe, jeder Einzelne, sondern viele Aufgaben und wir sollen hier den Mut nicht verlieren, sondern dranbleiben an unseren Aufgaben. Und jedes Lichtwesen hat so seine Funktion und ja, wonderful. Yes, Maria, I, or, um, Tischlina, I've been told that um, Earth is the hardest place in the universe to affect any positive change. Um, can you repeat again, I'm sorry? Oh, sure. I've, I've been told that Earth is the hardest place to make any positive changes. Well, uh, it's not just Earth. There's so many planets that are in our same level or, uh, of consciousness, um, which other places are worse than Earth. Um, 
because uh, I will tell an experience that I used to have with Ashra when I when I go to work with him in the Ashra. Um, well, I I can briefly describe what I do over there and what what I see over there, mm-hmm. and and that and then you will have an example that things that are happening right now in Earth are not the same that it happens in other atmospheres and other planets. And, and, well, I just have a, well, when I used to, sometimes when I used to work with Ashtar, I remember one of those experiences, and that was the, the one that it, that it caused me, like, I feel, like, very emotional in that mm-hmm. moment. Because mm-hmm. we used to help other planets that are in living in the third dimension, you know. Mm-hmm. The third dimension of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with Ashtar, we usually go to help um, with the rescue comments, which are uh, they do have like a special, like a special mission to rescue kids from those. Um, I mean, to evacuate when the planet is doesn't. It's not the right place. Uh, it, it doesn't. I mean, it's not the right one to, to live anymore because thermonuclear catastrophes causes damages on Earth and even on other planets. So um, I just remember when, because I used to see a lot of people hurt, a lot of people um, living hungry, and a lot of people living in orphanage, mm-hmm. and. It's very hard to see them living like that because everybody in this world thinks that cosmic beings, they already have a higher level of consciousness when there is a couple of planets that they they are still living. They are still living on the third dimension of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And specifically, our mission there was to, to heal them to put in practice our healing um, experience that we learned in, in this, in the, in, in the earth right now, in this reincarnation, and we do help them to heal them, mm-hmm. and we do talk to them, uh, we just tell them, like, like everything will be fine, and we, we don't tell them what they have to do, we just, we just put the cards on the table, and we show them, like, possible ways to get out of cosmic wars because uh, I have specifically I have been in those places when they're still having wars, cosmic wars, we call it like that, cosmic wars. Mm-hmm. Because they the there's, you know, like by being vibrating um on the third dimension it, it's a lower um it's a lower consciousness, and some of those planets, they always think that they, they have power, and they can they can be better than others, when which is not like that, because we are the same, and we are one. So, um, I used to learn from those experiences, and, and I can tell, and you can compare, probably, it will be a very different point of view, if you guys can see by your own eyes 
being conscious. And it would be very, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, because you guys can see what I, don't something. And if you compare, like, how we are right now with Earth, it's nothing compared to what we are experiencing and what, what we are seeing in other planets, which is even more worse than the Earth. Because here in Earth, we don't have the same technology as we do have on on the cosmic. Uh, I mean, the same technology as we have out of uh, out of Earth. Because out of Earth, we do have technology like the last technology that you never ever imagine. Hmm. And so, when you have technology, the last technology in your hand. You can do whatever you want. You can destroy or you can build something better. And that's something that we are always, um, we, we always compare those experiences and, and actually as a, as a, as a human being, I can, I can tell that the earth is not, not compared, um, to other, to other planet atmospheres. Okay. Um, 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 Tishlina, if you could hold just for a moment, please. I'll let Gerhard translate. Uh, forgive me, since because he needs to. A little, little sign. Go, go ahead, Gerhard. Sorry. Okay. Also, zu Anfang hat Ted Tischlina gefragt. Er hat irgendwo aufgeschnappt, dass die Erde sozusagen der Planet ist, wo man am, am wo es am schwierigsten ist positive Veränderungen zu machen und dann hat Herr Schlin aber gesagt, nein, also es gibt andere Planeten, wo das auch so ist, auch noch schlimmer ist, auch noch schwieriger ist und äh, sie hat erzählt, dass es eben, wenn man immer hört von der dritten Dimension und den Aufstieg in die fünfte Dimension, da spricht man von einem Bewusstseinswandel, also das Bewusstsein eines Menschen oder eines Wesens in der dritten Dimension schwingt eben tiefer als das Bewusstsein eines Wesens in der fünften Dimension und sie hat, äh, wenn ich das richtig verstanden habe, auch schon ganz viele schlimme Sachen erlebt und ähm, es gibt aber auch Rettungsprogramme, die sie auch gemeinsam mit dem Ashtar-Command immer wieder auch ähm, haben, wenn es, wenn äh, zu viel Missbrauch durch negative Energien gemacht wird und äh, ja, Ted is uh, can you tell give me some words which uh, uh was anything very important she said yeah naturally uh, she What said remember if i remember correctly tushlina you said that there are are planets out there who are in worse shape um things yeah. are worse That's there than said. they are here yeah. believe okay, it or not and and um so yeah. it's not the planet earth is not the worst <laughs> not the worst yeah it's not, yeah, not have the worst yeah, it's <laughs> the, the worst But it doesn't. I, I don't think that means that our challenges are less here. But um, but I, I for I for one I really appreciate um, Tashlina's help and her father's help, of course, because um, I think we need all the help we can get, frankly, to get through this. Because I think most people actually want to create a better and happier world. Personally, uh, can you tell me how is it possible that Tashlina is talking to us? Is she, is she living in the fifth dimension into the in the into the hollow earth, in, te, in te, uh, Telos? No, I I don't want to speak for her. I think she's living in a third dimension now, but okay. she's here to, to help us. I think that's her purpose, but I'll let her answer that. Uh -huh. Can you ask her? 
Sure. Um, Tashlina Gerhard asked if you were in the fifth dimension in the hollow earth. I, I know, I think you're in the third on this planet. Yeah, actually I'm living, um, well. Don't say, just, don't say, don't say where you're living. Just say, you know, make it general, I think. Okay. Because right now um, I'm having, uh, I'm living with, with all of you here in, in Earth. And, but my memory and because I, um, the activation of my memory helped me to work with, uh, with the astral and in hand with other confederations. Mm-hmm. And I don't have just one mission in this, in this, um, atmosphere, in this earth. I, I have a couple of ones, but this is one of those. Sie hat gesagt, also auch Ted hat es gesagt und sie hat es bestätigt, sie, wo, sie lebt hier auf, auf dem Planeten, hier auf der Erde in, in der 3D-Welt, so wie wir auch, aber sie hat ein gewisses aktiviertes Erinnerungs- oder Bewusstseinsebene, wo sie eben auch mehrere, ja wie könnte man sagen, Missionen hat in Zusammenarbeit eben, wie gesagt, mit ihren Erinnerungen, mit ihrer Kommunikation, mit der Innererde und mit dem Ashtar-Command. Mhm. Okay. Then go, go ahead, Tashlina. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, we are always encouraged the, all the human beings that are listening us uh, and listening because I'm not, I'm not alone. I'm in company of my virtual guys and with our people from Telos and Adama, Ramu and Ranami, which they are the, the queen and the king of, of Telos, and Adama is the priest of Telos, and we are here together. They are encouraging me to share this information with all of you, and one of the things that they want And you guys will have the right to choose whatever you want, whatever, which, which path you want to follow. And it, it's very important to remember because in our DNA, it contains all the information that, uh, we have been living on other pathways. We are not encouraging people to remember past and being living on the past. We are encouraging people to live and remember, remember the past and being living in the present because all the past, all the things that you all used to live in the past, it will be the key to unlock those doors from your present. And it will help you to activate you, to activate your memory and to help in people. And if you do know um, about healing, if you have any healing ability, you can go ahead and share those abilities because those abilities, you didn't learn those abilities on this current life. You did learn those abilities on other past lives. Mm-hmm. But you, you're just re study again those, um, I mean, those, those abilities in this life because you are remembering, and and that's 
one of the ways that we are asking to humanity to put those abilities on service of others. Because so many important changes will come to our earth and we gotta have um, certain campaigns from the dark forces. They they are they're going to to put to make still people more depressed. They will attempt to they will encourage people to commit suicide. Really? Because yeah, they will because of the economy. So many people will will feel like like they they can they can go ahead with their life because they can't pay any bills. I see. Well, Trudeau in Canada right now is doing that right now. They're encouraging adults and children, yeah. believe it or not, and young teenagers to commit suicide. I can't believe the Canadian people would stand for that, but that's what they're doing. Um, yeah. But um, um, forgive me for a moment, Tashlina, my friend. I'm going to let Tra Gerhard translate a little bit. Uh, just. Uh, I, because it, it's the negative company thing, not Pleiadian, <laughs> negative company. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay, also, ich würde das so zusammenfassen, und zwar, ähm, Teschlina ermutigt uns, ähm, unsere Entscheidungen bewusst zu treffen und dass wir auch darauf vertrauen können, dass wir die richtigen Entscheidungen treffen, dass es sogar in unserer DNA schon geschrieben ist, dass wir auch das Richtige tun. Im Namen der Liebe füge ich jetzt einmal hinzu. Also sie ermutigt uns auch, unsere Vorleben sozusagen wieder zu erinnern. Nicht, dass wir in der Vergangenheit herumhängen, so wie es früher war, sondern es ist gemeint, dass wir alles in Wirklichkeit schon einmal erlebt haben und unsere Erinnerung aktivieren können. Es ist so, wie, als würden wir einen Schlüssel in die Hand nehmen, dass wir uns wieder unserer Fähigkeiten bewusst werden. Also es gibt tiefe Fähigkeiten, große Fähigkeiten, die nun schlummern und die wir wieder zum Wohle und zum Guten dieser Welt wieder aktivieren können. Dazu werden wir ermutigt. Und sie hat auch kurz angesprochen, es gibt Bewegungen der dunklen Seite sozusagen und ähm, dass ähm, die Gefahr besteht, dass, es, dass viele Menschen immer bereitwilliger werden, auch Selbstmord zu begehen, nämlich aufgrund der Wirtschaftslage. Also dass es manche, dass es viele Menschen sozusagen so in, in das Loch hineinzieht, dass sie aufgrund wirtschaftlicher Schwierigkeiten bereit sind, sogar Selbstmord zu machen. Und das ist im Prinzip ein, ja, man könnte fast sagen, verursacht durch die dunkle Seite, die das so herbeiführt. Und wir können hoffentlich alle dazu beitragen, dass so etwas nicht kommt und dass wir auch Mut geben, dass, ja, ich, eine wirtschaftliche Not oder, oder wenn, wenn Geldsorgen da sind, dürfen hoffentlich nie dazu führen, dass man sein Leben dafür aufgibt, weil man so verzweifelt ist. Es wird immer eine Lösung und einen Weg geben. Bitte achtet auf euer Leben. Von mir hinzugefügt. Thank you for translating, Gerhard. Go, go ahead, Tashlina. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just uh, wanted to ask if it is clear because uh, it, it works that you, I tried to think of um, negative company. 
Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, the Pleiadians would are only are only beneficial <laughs> our friends. So oh. anyway, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, so that's why uh, our part of oh, well, that's why we are we are doing missions on the astral, and also um, one of uh, the missions that uh, that I'm accomplishing right now is to help the astrosher and come into. Um, good in, in custody, those negative cosmic beings that are inside of our Earth are causing um, people uh, abductions and even abductions, it, 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 it's something that is not that commonly to hear in news because news, newspapers, social media are part of the those governments are part of those um, institutions that it doesn't that it works for uh, negative cosmic things. So um, for those ones that we are connected, that we are doing the part of this job, we know pretty much of what they're doing, and uh, our mission is to remove them from Earth and to put in custody outside Earth. So. The sky watchers are doing a very, very good job because they are always keeping an eye on us, even on Earth. But I just wanted to make um, put something in like clear and for a better understanding that sky watchers they they have a mission to custody our Earth, even inside and outside, and they intervene to don't let any other negative or any other uh, hostile cosmic things to get access inside our Earth. So we are still removing, we are still working on it, and that's why we need to, to, to awake and to encourage others to wake up because it's time. And one one of the things that we that right now Astro Sharon is telling me to tell you guys is the lie. They have win already. And they have they have they have what, Marie uh Tashlina, I couldn't hear that, sorry. Yeah, the lie it we it, it has already we have the victory already. Oh, okay. So, what is this? We are encouraging right now the people to don't think that we that everything is lost because it's not. I see. Okay. Excuse me, but excuse me, Tashlina Gerhard had a question. Go ahead, Gerhard. Uh, can you translate this point, the last point? Um, yeah. Um, I think. I think if I could summarize it, forgive. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But um, you said that. Um, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of work to do right now, and um, but you know the, the the good the good side, the good vibrations, the good forces have won, but there's still a lot, many things to do. Is that okay. correct? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Ich habe ich habe verstanden auch, dass ähm, es gibt doch nach wie vor dunkle Kräfte und das äh, Ashta Sharan Kommando in Zusammenarbeit mit den mit Adama und auch mit den Lichtarbeitern 
die äh, entfernen immer wieder diese dunklen Kräfte und schauen, dass, dass das nicht überhand nimmt. So ungefähr habe ich das verstanden und die wird auch kurz auch ganz am Anfang noch mal also besonders betont, dass die Plejada uns sehr gut gesonnen sind und dass die das auch unterstützen, dass wir hier möglichst ähm, ja, frei werden von dunklen Kräften. Mhm. Go ahead, my friend. And um, and actually, we are very grateful that the sky watchers are are accomplishing the part of of that light work that we are doing in Earth because they help us to maintain and keep our planet safe and safe from abduction and safe from negative things. Obviously, um, the sky watchers they are just doing her job in the sky watching over us, but they can't interfere because that that's one of the cosmic laws that, that they have they have to keep in mind that they can't interfere into human um, um, situations because human situations are always a responsibility for part of each of us. So that's how we that's how that's how my dad says that Our, it's our responsibility, our actions that we commit with others and even with ourselves. And you guys, um, right now, we're going to have to work very hard with the Venusian Council and with the Arcturians to, to, to put, to create changes, very important changes. And we have to consider it that in those moments the humanity is living an exponential change and of consciousness. So we require all the light workers, everybody that is listening, because I can tell them, every single light worker that is listening, this podcast or um, this transmission, we need you Thank you so much for those beautiful words. Uh, I'll let Gerhard translate. Please translate. Okay, also... I can, I can help you to summarize it if you need yes. it. Wait a minute. Um, yes, uh, also ich habe es so verstanden, dass die, um, diese wohlgesonnenen, um, lichtvollen Wesen auf dieser Ebene schon helfen, aber sie können nicht in das... Handeln des Menschen eingreifen. Das heißt, es gibt dieses kosmische Gesetz, dass der Mensch auch selbst verantwortlich ist für das, was er zulässt und, und hier auf dieser Welt passiert. Also er hat auch eine große Verantwortung, der Mensch selbst und der Mensch muss es auch in Ordnung bringen. Und auf der 
3D-Welt müssen die Menschen selbst, wie gesagt, die Dinge in Ordnung bringen. Und ähm, das Angebot ist, dass wir Menschen uns aber öffnen und kommunizieren mit unseren Unterstützern auf der, auf der höheren Dimension sozusagen und dass wir dadurch auch Unterstützung bekommen. Aber tun äh, müssen wir es selber. Okay, Ted? Okay, and I, I, and I, um, um, again, I'm so grateful to have you on today, Teslina. Um, today's audience, by the way, will reach um, one point, a new record, 1.85 billion people, or approximately 22% of the Earth's pop, uh, surface population. Also, That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's because this encounter was stipulated for you guys both. So this is not, this is not casual. This is not a coincidence. Er sagt, er hat gerade, also er schaut, er hat immer so, er schaut immer nach, wie viele Hörer oder wie viele Wesen hier mit äh, diese Show verfolgen. Und er sagt, das sind 1,8 Milliarden Wesen, also ein großer Prozentsatz die der Menschheit. Ähm, nimmt diese Aussendung, die wir gerade machen, wahr. Mhm. Auf einer Seelenebene hauptsächlich, glaube ich einmal, würde ich sagen. Ja. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Tessaly. Please continue. Yeah, and also, um, I'm, I do have a channeling from a Venetian being. Her name is Aldara, and I said that's something that I wanted to share with all of you. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. And it says the humanity needs very important changes. And which have to consider that in those moments the humanity is living an exponential change very consciously, unconsciously, which we require all the significance. I mean, we just, we require the help and we need to the star itself around the world to prepare themselves and Work together as the work likers, uh, as the work workers that you guys are. You guys have to extend your own consciousness. We are not trying to put our boundaries to others. You guys are instruments of consciousness and changes. So we gonna start. We're gonna start to put, and we're gonna deliver some activation light code, the new Shen activation light code, even Arcturians and Pleiadians. For those ones that are already awakened and that are already working for the light. Because with those activation codes, we'll help you guys to remember what you guys really are why you guys are here. As I mentioned it before, we are not here to remember the past and live the past. We are here to remember the past and learn from it. So, for all the light workers, we're going to be activated in those currently days, in those currently next month, through the astral. We're going to help to activate those stars. And then, for all of you that will receive those activation codes, we're asking you 
to expand that light that is inside of you and that knowledge, that answer for knowledge. Okay. So each of you have to remember your or your your origin and remember exactly for why you guys are here. Very good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Also Sie hat jetzt auch noch ein, äh, jemand gechannelt, äh, ich glaube Ada Ra oder so ähnlich, und zwar hat eigentlich noch unterstrichen die Botschaft an uns, an unsere Menschen, auch Menschen, die erwachen und der Situation bewusster werden, dass wir hier nicht in ein, irgendeinem Wandel gerade sind, sondern dass es ein exponentieller Wandel ist, ein unglaublicher Wandel, der gerade passiert, und das ist ein richtiger Lichtaufruf ist gerade ein Light Call, dass wir Instrumente sind dieses Lichts und dass wir das Licht, das in uns ist, ausdehnen dürfen, dass wir das Licht und das Wissen, das in uns direkt steckt, dass wir das jetzt ausdehnen dürfen und dass dieser Wandel exponentiell ist gerade und dass wir uns darauf vorbereiten und öffnen dürfen. Danke. Okay. Please go. Please continue, Tessalina. Okay. And right now, for all those ones that are listening to us, and if you guys would like to participate and join the Astrosure and Common and other uh, and other um, cosmic concepts, We are here to open and encourage you guys to write out a note before you guys go to sleep. And if you guys have to serve us as volunteers, obviously we're going to offer anything material. But something that we have to offer is essential from, for all of you. Knowledge and experiences, the best experiences that you got, that you guys never went on the ashram. And that, those experiences will help you to, to find a meaning on all of your life. And we are asking this for help because we need people to help us in other planets, to help us to to share the support with other cosmic beings that are vibrating in still in, in the third dimension. And we have programs uh, of volunteers for those ones that, that would like to serve and heal um, and put in practice the, uh, the healing knowledge that you guys already have in this present life. And you can put those Uh, abilities and, and work on, on those planets and help to heal people because we need to stop cosmic wars and just ask to, um, before write that note ask to your soul in what would you like to start and the astrosure and command and other cosmic um, 
and other confederation councils will take a note will take um will count your um your intention to help. So I, I don't know if is it yeah if I under uh, if you guys understood me. We understood you just fine. You did great. Um, uh, Gerhard, did you understand that? I can summarize if you like. Yes, please summarize. Okay. All right. Um, before you go to bed, well, what Tashlina was talking about, extending your light and remember your origins and why you were here. Mhm. Now, one of the... Pro go, go ahead. Genau, also, dass wir vor dem Schlafen gehen uns immer wieder erinnern, wer wir wirklich sind und warum wir hier sind und wir finden auch das, uh, den Sinn, uh, warum wir hier sind, the meaning of our life here. Right, and before you go to, go to sleep at night, you can write, take a notebook and write, write a note to yourself, um, asking to remember your origins and why you were here, but also to extend your light to help this planet um, evolve. Ja, also es geht darum auch zu uns zu erinnern, uns wo wir unser Ursprung herkommt und Ted empfiehlt auch, dass wir auch vor dem Schlafen gehen uns Notizen machen in einem Buch und die Einfälle, die Inspirationen, die da kommen, auch niederschreiben. If you ask for help, this is a free I'm adding this, but this is a free will planet and you will to extend your light and you will I I agree I I I, I know you'll, you'll get help. Ted betont, wir haben hier einen Free Will Planet, also einen Planeten mit des freien Willens und wir können, wenn wir auch um Hilfe fragen, ja, können wir auch wirklich unser Licht, auch Unterstützung bekommen bei dem Unterfangen, dass wir unser Licht immer mehr ausdehnen. And Tashlina brought up another interesting point too, that we, we need to help stop cosmic wars in this universe and we can help do that not only bring peace to this planet but peace to the other parts of this universe as well which are in conflict und wir können mit unserer arbeit auch hier nicht nur hier frieden auf diesem planeten bringen sondern sogar andere kosmische kriege die es auch gibt auch positiv beeinflussen you know um uh, uh father adama and of course ashtar and the Pleiadians, um, they do respect free will, but you have to ask for help. It's a simple thing. Just ask for help and you will receive it. Also alle die uh, Wesen, die uns unterstützen, die um, berücksichtigen den freien Willen und drängen sich nicht auf. Das heißt, es geht immer darum, dass wir auch um Hilfe bitten und sie auffordern, uns zu helfen. I, I, I myself, Tashlina, I, I spend 30 to 40, 40, 45 minutes a day meditating and meditating and praying before I go to sleep at night and uh, also when I wake up first thing in the morning. Mm. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does help too, you know. Yeah, it really does help. So. Ja, Ted sagt gerade, dass er jeden Tag vorm Schlafen gehen, aber auch in der Früh beim Aufstehen so schon 40 Minuten, 50 Minuten nützt und zu meditieren, um in Verbindung zu sein mit seinem höheren Selbst. I like to do it in the morning, just when I'm waking up, uh, when I have nothing else to think about, and the last thing before I go to sleep at night too. So. Genau, immer bevor er in das Tagesgeschehen eintaucht, macht er das schon in der Früh. 
und am Schluss auch mit diesen Gedanken und mit dieser Einstellung, mit diesem Bewusstseinsausrichtung schläft er dann ein. Ja, yeah. please, please continue, Tashlina. This is great. Really, really enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, uh, I just wanted to mention one of our programs that we have. And if we have a certain program that we that everybody is free to join as volunteer and help us, um, we help to provide food to other planets that are not living a, a, a that are not having a good economy situation, and we are helping uh, other members of other considerations to transport them to our planet and to safely that. Those are the planets that are living in the cosmic world. Uh, well, anyway, um, I don't know if he wants to translate that, and I will, I will, I will change the topic. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Did I understand right that yeah. there is a running a student program where you <laughs> ask volunteers to participate? Yes, that's right. And uh, what to do? In, 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 in bringing food to other planets, volunteering to help. Bring food. So they're, I guess there's starvation on other planets and they do need food. And you can help on the astral plane. Ah, uh, in the, when we sleep, we can go to the astral plane, you mean? That's right. Uh huh. That's right. And, and, and they'll provide plane tickets for you and everything. So. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as I said, we can. The transportation and the flights are free. <laughs> you just have to decide whether you want a window or aisle seat. Allowance. I, I don't know all the details. You'll have to talk to dominant friends about that. But anyway, so. Ja, also es gibt ja die Möglichkeit, nicht jeder ist sich dessen bewusst von uns, aber in der Nacht, wenn wir schlafen, ist ja unser Bewusstsein nicht still, sondern wir können in dem, er sagt Astroplane, also Astral, Flugzeug oh, sozusagen, können wir reisen und gewisse ja. Aufgaben erfüllen. Wir machen das, glaube ich, eh unbewusst, aber wir, man könnte es auch bewusst machen und äh, wir können auch bei diesem Programm mitmachen als Freiwillige und helfen ähm, eben andere Planeten, wo, wo Hunger ist oder wo Mangel ist, dass wir dort äh, die Versorgung unterstützen. Okay, and I just got an email in. Uh, someone was asking, they're, they're assuming that no smoking is allowed, I assume. Is, is that correct? <lacht> No, okay. Just for those smokers out there, sorry, no smoking's allowed. <laughs> no, no smoking. <laughs> no, but um, and uh, we don't judge about um, if they drink or if they do marijuana or things like that. I mean, we don't judge. I mean, the only thing that it matters is their health, and we are like that. I mean, we just understand the reasons why people smoke or why people. Is how, they, how it is. Sure. Also, es gibt keine Verurteilung für jemanden, der trinkt oder raucht. <laughs> so es, der, der Wunsch zu helfen right. ist. Right. So you don't you don't judge people if they have curly hair. I have curly hair. Is that right? I mean, you're pretty. <laughs> no, no. When I judge you, if you paint your hair, green, you realize that we don't. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. That's important for some reader, some listener. <laughs> yeah, interesting that also the, these programs are there. Fascinating. I know a lot of people. I think a lot of listeners out there are interested in joining, so they can actually they can join tonight. I guess, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, we can start, you, you guys can start doing I or whatever you, you guys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, please, please continue, uh, Tessalina, please continue. Oh, yeah. Um, if there's any questions that, that I can, I mean, I, I would like to talk about how it was my, 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 how I wake up and how I remember, but with the intention to encourage other people that they can do it too. Oh, okay. Great. Great. Did you get that, um, Gerhard? Uh, can you repeat? Uh, yeah, so she can talk about how she woke up and how she can encourage people to wake up as well. A lot of people are still asleep, but she can help them wake up. Okay, also sie kann uns helfen, uh, bewusst zu werden, aufzuwachen, bewusstseinsmäßig. Und ja, sie kann aus ihrer eigenen Erfahrung eben das auch helfen. I, I, I run into situations... Um, where, uh, let's say, the, 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 uh, one, one partner in a marriage is awake and the other one is not. I guess that's a difficult situation. I, I don't know, you know, I guess they, they try, you know, but, um, uh, you know, I guess there's a lot of ways to wake up, but I, that's a situation I've run into with, with clients, actually, so. Yeah, actually, I will tell that something similar happened to me. Oh, okay. And... I will tell at first I because I was still sleeping, so I didn't have any any issues with, with that person um, during during my 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 marriage. But it just suddenly happened like the way how how I wake how I woke up because I was having depression. I had I had a depression and anxiety and. Those are the, the activators of the, um, for encourage the soul to wake up. Because so many people think that depression and anxiety, they are just issues, like mental issues, when it's more like that. Anxiety and depression are activators to, um, to, uh, uh, to encourage people to wake up. And to see the life in a different way in this part of the spirituality. But when we talk about spirituality, we're not talking about religion. Because for us, religion doesn't exist. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Ted hat, sie hat gesagt, er, er, wie gesagt, er macht ja Readings. Und er hat gesagt, uh, viele seiner Klienten haben gerade das Thema Laufen dass in einer Ehe oder einer Partnerschaft eben ein Partner erwacht und der andere nicht. Und das ist ein großes Thema. Und wenn ich es richtig verstanden habe, hat der Schliner auch so eine Erfahrung durchgemacht und ist auch durch eine Phase der Depression durchgegangen. Und ja, aber das ist machbar. Ja. Ist there um, an answer, how to handle it? To, when people up? No, when not both of the of the partners are waking up, how can we handle this? Is there a is there a recommendation for people, uh, Tashlina, how people can wake up? Well, as I as I as we mentioned to you before, um, 
we are not here to put our believing in others. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we we just encourage. We we I just like to encourage people if they are not happy in a relationship, and if there's no understanding on a relationship, the, the key is to be understanding like each other, of course. But when we don't have the under that understanding, it causes misunderstanding. So obviously, misunderstanding causes other actions that it can be physical, that it can be that it can include like physical um, uh, abuse or emotional abuse or mental abuse, because the other person doesn't want to be part of your. Um, Awakening of consciousness. So there, uh, that's something that, uh, that, that I can feel that it, it happened to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, my experience, because every experience is different. So uh, my experience, the best thing that my dad and my spiritual guys and myself, my soul did, it was to, to have a divorce. <laughs> and, and, and rebuild my life again. Also, bei Tashina yeah. war es so, dass ähm, yeah, wenn no, ein, yeah. ein Partner sozusagen nicht erwachen möchte, dann ist das auch sein gutes Recht. Also jeder hat ja so, jeder Mensch hat ja seinen eigenen Zeitplan. Und in ihrem Fall war es jetzt dann so, wenn das zu sehr ausartet und auch äh, emotionaler Übergriffe sind und so weiter, dann ist bei ihr war das eben so, dass sie sich dann getrennt haben. Ja. Okay, please continue. And, uh, and I understand the awakening of consciousness it was, is one of the challenges that a lot of people have to face. In their life, even uh, it's nothing that we it's nothing that we can feel afraid of it. But the consciousness awakening is something important to our life. And one of the things that my dad used to tell me is like, okay, so we are here at this point, and you just decide what do you want in your life, and. He, he was asking me that, and I was like, um, honestly, I don't know what to do because even I don't have friends, even nobody, I mean, nobody wants to be around me. They, they just around me just for a couple of days, and they, they just decide to leave. So, so my dad used to tell me, those things will happen to you, and you have to be strong because you have to learn that people will be here for you. Uh, in front of you, a certain a certain amount of time, they won't be together with you because they will come to teach you a lesson. And how they came, how they easily came to you, they will easily leave. So that's one of the those things that everybody has to learn and has to see, and which is very important because when we when we always depend on others, we can get the, 
we can't give um, any step forward to our um, process of um, awakening consciousness. That's important and good advice. Did you understand okay? Can you sum it up for me? Um, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll try. Um, let me see. I, I was uh, meditating on that. And um, I guess I guess one point is that everything has a lesson in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, the um, each person... Um, has their own path to learn. Mm -hmm. And um, um, sometimes, if, if this is correct, Tashlina, sometimes if you're in a relationship or a marriage and you rely too much on the other person, it, it takes away your own ability to develop your own soul. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, also es hat alles seinen Sinn und auch eine, eine, eine Lektion in sich. Und ja, man muss schon den eigenen also Weg und den eigenen Moment finden, ob man sich zu sehr schon verbiegt oder und, und seinen eigenen Seelenplan dann nicht mehr verfolgt, wenn man vom Partner oder in einer Ehe zu sehr ja, abgehalten wird von dem oder ja, was halt, wo, wo dieser Weg ist, man kann ja kaum einen Tipp geben für die einzelne Situation, für den einzelnen Partner, aber man kann darauf äh, achtsam sein. Ja, es ist schon wichtig, dass wir unseren Seelenplan entwickeln dürfen und auch diese Liebe zu sich selbst entwickeln dürfen, dass wir, ja, eben wir dürfen. Ja, yeah. okay, great. Thank you, Gerhard. Please continue, uh, Tashlina. Well, and... <laughs> And I'm gonna change topic. Why I will suddenly change topic because um, I would like to tell uh, everyone how how beautiful it is to to wake up. And well, I, as as far as I I can tell it, I I have been living a, a normal life. I mean. Practically not not a normal life because <laughs> normal life for everyone for all uh, uh, other kind of people is just go to work back home do dinner and then sleep and then wake up next day. <laughs> But in, in my case, it, it's kind of crazy because I I I used, I used to talk uh, with my with myself or alone when practically I'm not alone. I'm with my spiritual guys and we do jokes and. And they help me in my um, my daily life. They they always advise me like what I can do. And and yeah. that's something that is funny mm -hmm. because um, I I I prefer to I need to. To stay in my room and just talk with my spiritual guys and joke and I mean they're my friends and and it's very beautiful to have that deeper relation uh, relation with with all those light beings because mm -hmm. as as you said if you don't ask for help how how are they supposed to help you and right. I mean 
we are, I'm, I'm, I'm still a human, and it was very interesting. And the universe acts very, it's the way that, that, that universe acts is like very curious and awesome at the same time. Because uh, when I was uh, four years old, I, I used to have visits. I used to have just one, uh, I remember that it was one, a visit station from a cosmic thing. And I just remembered it. I think it was Arcturian or something. I, I never asked about it, but, um, well, my mom, she, she, she always lived me on the crib. And I mean, I was practically all day on the crib when she was doing things. And they used to take care of me a lot. And, and that's something, I mean, that's something that I, that I would like to tell people to to encourage them to to let them themselves being what they are and establish this important relation with those things because so many people say that I'm alone in here, I don't have friends, I don't have nothing, even my family. I can tell I do have family in here, but my family doesn't is not supportive, so practically I don't have a family. I don't talk to them, they don't talk to me, so practically I'm I'm just myself in here. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like a victim because I'm not a victim because they were part of my um my life and they teach me to be how to be more uh independent of my uh and being just being myself without um without pretending not to be what I am. Mm-hmm. And um, one, those are, those are, well, I, I, I would like to. Mm. Also, was ich herausgehört habe. Oh, in this way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. Great, great, wonderful. Go, 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 dass sie, dass sie eine große Hilfe war, dass sie auch eine Verbindung hatte zu ihren spirituellen Führern und dass sie auch eine Beziehung hat und das hat ihr auch geholfen, dass sie auch ermutigt wurde und auch deswegen auch jetzt auch immer wieder auch selbst ermutigt andere Menschen und dass sie, dass wir immer Unterstützung auch bekommen. Mhm. Okay, go, go ahead. Yes. Tashlina, go ahead, my friend. Okay. And, well, um, I, I would like to share one of the experiences that I used to have with um, those uh, light things. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Because um, I remember that I was doing my own ceremony of mushroom <laughs> in my car. And I was, like, crying and crying and crying. Like, I, I mean, I never cried that, that much as as I did that day, and it was funny, I'm like, virtual guys was looking at me like, hey, I mean, it's not because we, we are cool, I mean, we don't, we don't try to be cool with you, I mean, you are emotional right now, but we are here to help you, and I, we're just wondering, like, why you're crying, and I'm like, oh, it's because I'm crying, because I'm tired of life, and I'm just, uh, and I just want to live my life, so practically you want to do something else, and it was, which life, isn't it? 
And I was like, yeah, I was crying and crying. I mean, I felt like I was crying like a child. And they were laughing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you guys were right. I don't know what I'm crying, but it's funny. I mean, because I'm crying. And I don't know for what. And they told me, okay, you know what? We're going to... We're gonna make you a question right now, and they draw a line in front of me, like invisible line, and they ask me, "Okay, so you are under your mushroom effect right now, and it's funny to see you like that." <laughs> and we're gonna ask you something: What you're gonna do with your life? What you're gonna do crying like that? You go, you're gonna get something? And I was like, "No, I I I I won't. I mean, I will I won't get anything." Just crying because I have to take out my emotions. Okay, that's something that is right, but why humans are like, I always, they, they, they put obstacles in life, I mean, and they always blame God because they, they think that God has the, the fault of it when those are our responsibilities and our actions. And, um, uh, and I, I mean, I, for me, it was, it was a funny experience because I was just crying like a crybaby and, and they were looking at me like very seriously, like, but you're crying. You don't have to cry. You have, you're, I mean, you have a physical body when so many people at this moment doesn't have. Like that, I mean, that complete because they, they, they don't have any, I mean, like a hand or they don't have an arm. They don't have a, they don't have, both arms, so you have to be grateful for it. I mean, it's not a bad, it's not bad to know having those, um, uh, to know having a, a, an arm or two. It's not bad. It doesn't make you different, but you have to be blessed because any accident happens to you. And and it's funny because as humans, we always cry for nothing. We cry for small things, and we make those things even more bigger than they are. And that, that, those are the, the lessons that, that I, one of the lessons that I, that I used to learn from my spiritual life too and from other lighting. And because they, I mean, probably someone can make up that because the lighting could be in front of your eyes, I mean, in front of you and looking at you like, like very seriously, like what you're crying. I mean, and it's not because they, 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 they don't have any emotions. It's because um, they see different. I mean, they see life in, in a different way, mm -hmm. and and they are in, um, helping us to see the side, the, the other side of the life. I mean, the positive side of life, because we have to always see the positive thing on our life. If we don't have something, we just have to. We just have to be. We just have to think because we don't have that uh, something in our hands. And so we, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm saying like any material stuff or any person because that, that thing probably could, uh, can cause any harm on you. And and that's why universal takes out things from you. So even like that, we always have to be grateful. I mean, Thank you. Beautiful advice. Thank you. Did you get that okay, Gerhard? Yes, yes, okay. okay. Also, um, um, yeah, um, 
Katharina hat uns eine interessante Erfahrung mitgeteilt und zwar, sie hat uns somit als Beispiel das genannt, dass sie ihre spirituellen Helfer immer auch sehr, es gibt sehr viele lustige Momente auch, wo sie sehr viel Spaß hatten und sie hat eine Geschichte erzählt, wo sie ihre eine Mushroom, Mushroom Ceremony hatte, nämlich eine Zeremonie mit, ähm, ja, mit psychoaktiven Pilzen und die das Bewusstsein auch erweitern und da äh, ist sie in die Situation gekommen, dass sie plötzlich ganz viel weinen musste und die spirituellen Helfer, die sind dann auch im, richtig sichtbar geworden. In diesem Bewusstseinszustand kann man auch die Wesen, die einen unterstützen, auch sehen. Also das ist dann nicht nur ein Gefühl, sondern es wird auch sichtbar. Und sie haben dann gesagt, ja, wieso weinst du denn eigentlich? Das sollte dir doch Freude machen. Und ja, sie hat einfach ihre Tränen nicht unterdrücken können, sie hat einfach voll Lust geheult und dann haben sie gesagt, ja, sie haben, wollten sie zum Lachen bringen, wenn ich das so richtig verstanden habe. Sie haben auch selbst teilweise gelacht über die Situation und dann haben sie ja noch gesagt, ja, es gibt viele Menschen, die haben nicht einmal einen Arm oder den fehlt ein Bein oder so, ähm, die können weinen, aber du, du hast doch, bist doch glücklich und kannst doch, hast doch alles in deinem Körper und Du hast jeden Grund, glücklich zu sein. Und ja, es war ein interessante, äh, interessantes Erlebnis für Sie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Gerhard. Great translation. Go, go ahead, my friend. And also, because I was uh, talking about mushrooms, uh, I would like to advise people, and I would like, and I would love to recommend that we should not depend on medicine, but On my terms, I call it medicine because our ancestors used to use those uh, certain plants like marijuana, like mushrooms, uh, like um, cacao for, for medicine. But they used that medicine for not to pull and watch for healing, not for being addictive to it. Because we should not depend on medicine on mushrooms or marijuana. We should be happy. We have to be very careful about what we ingest into our bodies because the excess, the excessive use of marijuana in our body is harmful. And practically, that that is in in our term that is called a spiritual asceticism. A, a spiritual what? Tashlina, I'm sorry. Spiritual what? Sorry. Asceticism. When you are escaping from from your emotions and your from your spirituality awakening, mm -hmm. yeah, and so that's why so many people they they used to take and tons of um, marijuana, and which is something that is harmful. We have to think and we have to take care of our physical body because the physical body is the one. That it helps you to go whatever you want and do whatever you want. It don't. It doesn't make you feel. Um, I mean, because if you if you can do anything with, I mean, with, without your physical body, you can't do anything. You can't move from a chair. And we have to always be being aware how we get. We take care of our physical body. We have to take care of it. Ja, also 
Der Schliner hat jetzt da hauptsächlich auch betont, wie wichtig es ist, dass wir auf unseren Körper wirklich sehr achtsam sind. Und egal, ob das jetzt aktive Pilze sind oder ob es Marihuana ist oder sonst etwas, wir dürfen so etwas nie konsumieren, um irgendwie in einen Rausch zu verfallen. Also es gibt sozusagen die Möglichkeit, gewisse Wirkstoffe in einer heiligen Zeremonie zu sich zu nehmen und dann ist es auch etwas Positives. Aber wie gesagt, da kann ich auch persönlich dazu sagen, das ist wichtig, dass man das wirklich unter wunderbar, also unter einer heiligen Zeremonie in einer Aufsicht von Menschen macht, die wirklich sich da gut auskennen. Und ja, das war sicher ein guter Advice, auch guter, guter Ratschlag, nie abhängig zu werden von solchen Dingen oder einfach nur aus Neugierde so etwas zu machen, sondern wirklich eine tiefe spirituelle Suche kann man damit sehr wohl äh, unterstützen. Thank you, Gerhard, for translating. Please continue, Tessalina. Um, well, also, I would like to explain a little bit about the spiritual kidneys. And it's one of the things that we, as humanity, we are, we are exposed to um, We are, I mean, most personally hope to do that because we are escaping from our reality and we have to be very careful not to escape from the situations that are placed in front of us. Because those situations come uh, comes as, a, as an echo again on the future. And that, that's how so many people always complain, like, oh, I don't know why this happened to me. It doesn't, it, it doesn't supposed to have happen this situation to me. I didn't do anything to anyone. I'm a good person. So everybody's like putting themselves in a victim paper when it's mm -hmm. not like this. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's why um, not just uh, using those, um, except for government, those are drugs. But for me, it's, I don't care what government says because <laughs> they think that they're always correct and they are always right when it's not. Right. And we have to be very careful, even with medicine, even we have to recognize our emotions and pay attention to our emotions because if we always postpone, uh, I mean, how do you, uh, I mean, if we are, if we are always Uh, avoiding our emotions and our thoughts, negative thoughts, those negative thoughts and those emotions will accumulate by the time and then that, 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 that's when people cry on the future. I mean, like, like how I explain it to, to all of you, like they always cry and they, they, they feel like they are victims of life when it's not, which is not like this. Okay, thank you for explaining that. I think that's very important. Go, go ahead, Gerhard. Please sum it up for me once again. Oh, okay, sure, my friend. She was talking that it's important um, not to be a victim or have a victim mentality, to think that you're a victim, because then you'll never get help. You'll never ask for help. And it just kind of spirals down. I think she was talking about the... Um, also, sie hat gesagt, es ist wichtig, dass wir nicht in ein Opferbewusstsein sind. Und also, dass wir Opfer sind von irgendetwas oder 
sie hat auch gesagt, Verrat oder so, dass wir aus diesem Bewusstsein ähm, raus müssen, sonst können wir hier keine Hilfe erwarten von den Lichtwesen. And then she said, you have to take care of your physical body, um, and because it's a gift, a, a gift from God, actually, I think. And um, she also said um, that we should eat at least three happy meals every day. Just kidding. Um, no, but um, anyway. I don't translate this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ja, also unser Körper ist wirklich ein Geschenk des Himmels, ein Tempel. He's a temple, our body. <laughs> It's a, it is a temple, that's true. And we need to respect it and take good care of it. That's, that's very good advice. Thank you. Thank you, Teslina. Wow. Yeah, I love your wisdom. Um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that is laughing too, because it says that's why... That's why we, we are always happy in Einer Earth, because we, we take at least three times happy meal per day. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe when the planet, you know, when we finally as finish the ascension, uh, McDonald's really, truly will give happy meals out <laughs> instead of what they give out now. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> But the happiness... <laughs> Please, my dad says the happiness is on the homework and not on the toy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys have any questions? You can ask me whatever you guys want. Oh, sure. I think that will be better. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, wow. Uh, three numbers. <laughs> yeah, the winning lotto ticket number. No, <laughs> no, no. running. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> I don't think that they're available today. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, regarding the events this year, I, I know I can feel there's a lot of changes coming, um, and um, the 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 dark side is doing everything they can uh, still to stop our ascension. I don't see it being successful, but people should be aware of it. Um, should people put some extra food um, at home? Uh, what, what kinds of practical things um, would, would be good to do? Uh, about? About any kind of possible food shortages or possible political turmoil in the United States or other, other countries. Uh, well, um Something that we um, let me ask. Um, okay. Let me ask uh, Ashtar or my dad what they said. Okay. Because I do have a personal opinion, but they, I would like to. Okay. To ask. That's fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay, also sie verbindet sich jetzt aufgrund der Frage von Ted mit Ashta und schaut, ob eine Antwort gechannelt wird. Well, um, one of the things that that says is that people have to, something that people have to do frequently to put 
themselves in someone else's shoes. Okay. Because so many people at this time is battling with homelessness, with food, and um, and I mean, I can say by my experience, um, I I used to be homeless just <laughs> for two, three weeks. No, no. Um, yeah, and one of the things that I just noticed, I mean, people will always come here to help you in the best of, of how they they can, mm -hmm. and we can't push people to help us in the way that we want to, because people, they have their own business. But um, one of the things that I will that I will recommend is to to put themselves in someone else's shoes. And because a lot of our um, government organizations, they, they, they can, they just uh, show, I mean, they just give you like, like food in cans and, you know, uh, some, some people, they don't like to eat uh, food in cans because it's a first, uh, it's not like, I don't know if you, if you, if you I mean, it's, it's by my experience, but some, um, I, I used to like putting cans. I mean, I was very grateful for the help, but they, they just told that, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that it's the right to say, um, no, never mind. No, no, no. Um, well, just, just, just we can say about the, well, well, that is, he just says, like, to put yourself in someone else's shoes and being conscious to help others as the way as you would like to be helped. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best one. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And because when you help someone else as the way that you would like to be helped, it will, it will put that smile in, all, in, others, in other people's faces, and that's what it matters because we have to help them um, to make them stay a little bit brighter and better. And if everyone is open, if everyone wants to share food, if, I mean, if, if, uh, it will depend on everyone's possibility. And um, I mean, if you would like to add something else for help me, because, you know, my English is very limited. Oh, it's great. You're doing wonderful. You're doing wonderful. Yeah. So, ich wollte noch sagen, ja, sie hat gesagt, wenn Menschen Probleme haben, also es gibt so viele Probleme, wie eben, wenn jemand hungert oder eben auch heimatlos ist oder homeless, dass wir auch ein Herz haben und auch helfen, das ist auch wichtig. Sie hat selbst, glaube ich, wenn ich es richtig verstanden habe, auch vor kurzem erst eine Phase gehabt, wo sie kein Zuhause hatte und ähm, ja, How can uh, did I understand right that you were homeless a few uh, a short time ago? Can we help you? Uh, can we um, give? Uh, can our audience help you in some way? No, oh no, nice. no 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 no! I'm not currently homeless. I was okay, no. like okay. like like for I, three weeks. But it was not recently. But um, not recently. I just want to encourage mm. the, the 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 audience to to being strong because um, 
you know, one of the things that made me strong at that time, first it was my, uh, my fears, the trust on God, the trust in the universe, the trust in yourself, and the trust in all those life things. Mm-hmm. And that's something that encouraged me to don't give up because I was going to give up, honestly. Uh-huh. And because homelessness is not easy, it's not a, it's not easy because so many people are in the streets. But in my case, I can tell that I was very lucky because I had my car. My car was was my home, was my house in that moment, and I was very grateful. So. I will invite you to all of you to to be blessed and always give thanks to God, to spiritual guides, to your angels, to whatever life means would you like to have what you have right now because that's what it matters. And how are you waiting to have something like because there are so many people they always ask universe like to have even more money. When even they can't handle it, even with themselves, they can handle um, their personal situations even with themselves, and they're asking for more when they already have. So, if you're not grateful, it will be life will take you things away from your head. But sometimes those those things, the life, the universe will take away from your head. Sometimes those things. Those things are harmful for your life, and and there's a different point of view about it. But the only thing that I can tell is to to don't give up. Life is life is I mean it's beautiful, it's precious, but depending on which side are you at. Danke, ja, das ist, ist doch schon länger her, also das war jetzt nicht so schlimm, sie war schon Zeit, Zeit lang ähm, ohne Haus, aber sie hatte ihr Auto und konnte, was war ihr, ihr Zuhause damals, es gibt natürlich viele Menschen, denen es viel schlimmer geht und das ist auch schon lange her bei ihr und äh, sie ermutigt uns noch einmal, also wirklich äh, dankbar zu sein für das, was wir haben, diese Kraft der Dankbarkeit zieht auch das Positive in unser Leben hinein. Und I have a question to you. Or, uh, um, I want to ask you. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, uh, you have this connection to Ashtar and all the light beings. Could you tell them um, greetings from me? And I want to tell them that we are um, uh, starting right now the the third time as um, the conference of the people here in Europe to bring the people together and uh, share the messages um, uh, to the people in the internet and also via uh, Radio Soul International to bring uh, peace and to bring uh, good proje projects to life. Mm -hmm. And I want to, to, to tell the, the, the light beings that we... Um, are doing this work here in our radio station and in our networks and um, they could uh, maybe uh, support us in being successful in this uh, what we are doing here um, sorry, can you help me a little bit it's, I'm so sorry I, I, I couldn't hear it as well 
Okay, I can, I can, I can translate. I mean, I can, or I'll repeat. Um, uh, Gerhard has a uh, a light a light conference every year in the fall. I believe it's in September, October. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we're starting right now to prepare. Mm -hmm. For, for and the eighteenth of September, we start the conference okay. uh, for seven weeks, and we bring people. Um, before in front of the curtain and um, projects which are doing a good impact to this society and uh, economic system in this world here in Europe. Mm -hmm. And yes, yeah, so we want uh, the light workers uh, know it and to support this what we do in all dimensions. Yeah, Gerhard was just asking for spiritual help from Ashtar and Adama uh, on on his for his light conference. Be successful. That's all. Oh yeah. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> my dad is saying, "Well, there's something that you don't have to ask. Just, just, just we we are going to be there if you want. Just if your soul decides to have our our presences in there, we are open. We are open to help people. Yes, we." Mm -hmm. We are going to be there, and it will be a pleasure for us because those ones, those, those those people that will will be there will be the correct ones that will yeah. help us to our earth attention. I'm I'm going to try to make it over myself, depending yeah. upon the flight. So I'm, that's, anyway. that's why I'm asking here officially <laughs> <laughs> All right. for help. Thank you for the help. <laughs> Of course, and, and he says that he, whatever any help you need, uh, Ashtar or other kind, or other cosmic things, will be will be there. You just have to ask for help. You yourself, you, and because we are not, I'm not a mediator. I mean, I the presences are here with us, even with all of you uh, over there. Um, on the place that, that you guys are right now, they are there. But whatever you guys need any help, they will be there. But just you have, you guys have to ask for the help. I can't do it because, um, because I mean I know. Uh, I mean I I can I can tell them like to go, but they will be there just to stand looking at you like, okay, what, what do you want? I can help you. But if you don't tell them, what do you want? So they can do it because. You have the freedom to choice whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Then yeah. we have five minutes left in this show. Well, what, uh, what do you want to bring? I want to. I want to thank Teshlina so much for her beautiful words of love and wisdom. It's been such an inspiration to have you on today, and your English was great. Understood every word, um, and. Uh, Gerhard did a great translation, um, uh, both my program, Out of This World Radio, and Gerhard's program, Radio Soul International, are both nonprofit listener-supported shows, and your help is really supported. Um, and uh, uh, you can go to my website and learn more about my show at www.outofthisworld, um, com, and, um, and if you'd like to support us, just click on the PayPal button donate anything you like it's really appreciated and uh if not just send us lots of love and light and then Gerhard, your your uh website again please is thank you 
My website is www.radiosol.at and you can contribute also and to translate what uh, Ted Ma said right here um, ja auch seine Show ihn kann man unterstützen unter outofthisworld1150.com mhm. und da gibt es einen Paypal äh, Spendenbutton und wir wollen Teichliner danken für ihre wunderbare liebevolle und inspirierende Botschaften die sie heute gebracht hat thank you Teichliner for this wonderful Uh, time with you here on this show. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been so much fun. And uh, Gerhard, for our next show, um, how about uh, Valais, uh, July uh, 10th and 24th? Right. Yes, that's okay. good. Okay. Yeah, you've been a real inspiration to all of us today. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out and... Um, sharing all your words of wisdom, both you and your dad and uh, Dama and uh, and Ashtar as well. Um, thank you so much for helping us. Um, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, also, is the daughter of Adama, the spiritual leader of Telos, from the inner Erde. And we have these Weisheiten here in this Sendung geteilt durch Ted Ma and durch diese durch diese Konferenz hier. Sie, man kann das auch auf Facebook noch nachschauen. Uh, you can, you can, uh, you recorded this session and uh, we can, um, yeah, yep. listen to it afterwards also. Yeah, you can listen to the show um, on uh, Facebook. And also, uh, I'll send this, I'll send you the recording here this afternoon, Gerhard. And also, you can listen on CloudHub, uh, Brighteon, BitChute, uh, where else? Um, Odyssey, and on my website as well, out of this okay. world, uh, 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 so, 110.com. Okay, also die, die, alle Sendungen von Ted Mardi gibt es zum Nachhören und Nachschauen. Out of this world, 1150.com auf der Webseite und er ist auf Brighton, auf Odyssey und auf allen Videoplattformen ist er vertreten. Ted Mardi, wie gesagt, findet man. Wunderbar. So, the, the Water Song. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> I hope you have a beautiful day. This is a water song. It's it's in Japanese, dedicated to Dr. Masurimoto. It's a beautiful song about making the planet a better place. We always end the show with this song. So anyway, if you okay. listen, go, go ahead, Gerhard, and play it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for the show. And Thank you for the show. And here's the water song. And, still, my friend. Yeah. yeah. To make the world a better place, das ist der Zweck dieser Show und wir unterstreichen das nochmal musikalisch und stimmen uns hier ein noch einmal und ja, wer kann, der lehnt sich zurück, schließt die Augen und ist auch emotional mit dabei. Ciao! Chikuni 
Thank you. 